Hello everybody, how's it going and welcome back to the As Always podcast, a special spoiler cast episode today and we're going to be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm one of your hosts James and I'm joined as always by Tyler. As always, how's it going my friend? It's going really good, I'm glad I got that intro out without stuttering or fucking you it up it, or something. Mate, you, you know what it. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Here we are again, uh, in the middle of the Christmas New Year's break doing a we fucking are, yeah. podcast like we've, we've mm-hmm. never done this we've never done this of all the years this is always our break time we we talk about oh we're so happy to have this break we don't have to do a podcast and here we fucking are we can't help ourselves we just we can't, can't help ourselves it's but what do a we podcast. do it's what well, we we're do. heroes is what we are and we do it for the people it's really true. it's true so yeah, you're welcome. You're 100 true. But then this movie, this little movie came out. Not sure if you've heard of it, Spider-Man: No Way Home. And mm-hmm. the, we literally had no choice. We have to talk about this, like, because I didn't even look at it like a podcast. I'm like, I just have to sit down and talk to James about it. It's yeah. not even a podcast, and the fact that I'll be editing it, um, mm. because I know Josh would want to edit it, but he's let him have a fucking holiday. Let the man have a break. Yeah. You know? Um. Yeah. Don't want to throw this at him last minute. But anyway, um, shout out to Josh, who's just been amazing all year. But we're here on the eve of... Oh, it's not New Year's Eve. It's the eve of New Year's Eve. Um, but mm-hmm. this will be coming out on New Year's Eve, hopefully, if I can get my act together. Ooh. All the first. One of the two. Or all the first. Um, but obviously, we're on sabbatical right now. We're on holidays. We're taking a break from everything and getting ourselves ready for 2022 mm-hmm. with, you know some fun new stuff new artwork will be coming like all that cool stuff but in the meantime yeah. James and I are going to sit here and talk about Spider-Man No Way Home spoilers but we couldn't do it without the great people over on patreon.com forward slash as always those producers there they make this show happen they're the reason we do this they're the reason we're like you know what let's get up in the middle of our holidays and do a podcast anyway yeah, so thanks right. to them thank you Ollie the Superior Ollie Avery Dobbs Clark 53 Damien Epic Alaric or Sam's Chubby Dick Ferentino Flash Paradox Franco Dispa Olsen King Richard III Ryan Hafer Tristan Weaver Viridian and of course Ballsack 47 thank you Sweet Vintage Lads for helping power this podcast mm-hmm. um, this is something we haven't done at all this year it's, it's taken up until the, the last second of 2021 to do a spoiler cast uh, and as always, spoiler cast. Obviously, we used to have the Cinema Room podcast, and that's discontinued. So we're calling spoiler cast just a regular sort of as always special, which yeah. is what this is. Like it used to be. It always used to be. It used to do Kill did. Connor Club spoiler casts back in the yeah. day. It did. Remember those? Yeah. I do. I remember them. I personally mm, remember them. I Red Dead also Redemption remember Two, them, God yeah. of War, were all just as always. Well, yeah, Kill Connor Club. Mm-hmm. I forget that we. I forget that that's what it was ever called. I know honest. Kill Connor Club. I don't even remember that. Back that's, in the day. That's wild. Um, but it's only been two years of the As Always podcast, but, it's, but mm-hmm. it's been two brilliant years, and it's made me forget about that terrible name that we hung on to for <clears> too long. Yeah, um, yep. For, yeah, way too long, five years. But here we are. Anyway, um, James, how many times have you seen Spider-Man No Way Home at this point? I have seen it twice. Excellent. I've seen it three times. Um, Damn, that's yeah. a few times. It's a few times. It's a few times. Um mm. And I think let's give our general thoughts because obviously, spoiler warning, we're going to talk about all spoilers in detail, break down this movie bit by bit, piece by piece. Um, But overall, let's let's two different takes, right? I want to hear your thoughts. The initial, you saw it day one, cinema's full, full of surprises Mm -hmm. reaction to then now, how do you feel two weeks removed from that? thinking about it you've seen it twice you've had time to digest it 
Give me both reactions. What if, first of all, mm-hmm. what was your initial walk out of the cinema feeling of Spider-Man No Way Home? Um, initially, it was pretty much all hype. It was just, um, I mean, everything that happened was so fun and so interesting. Like, all of the film I pretty much really liked. There were still some moments where I was like, oh, I don't know about that necessarily. It was a bit... It was a bit maybe not how I would have done it, but overall, like, I just sort of let it slide and was like, it's kind of whatever because everything was so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, but I think my, my core takeaway the first time I saw it, and I think that remains my biggest takeaway and what I like the most about the film, uh, even now after watching it and, you know, having time to think about it, um, was not necessarily the big spectacle or this multiverse stuff or the other Spider-Man or... whatever else was happening in the film my biggest thing and what i actually really liked the most was what they did for tom holland's spider-man yes that was the that was like the thing i loved even the first time i watched the film and it stunned me how much the film focuses on tom holland's spider-man and his character growth and his progression and who he is and what it means for him to be spider-man more than it focuses on look at the multiverse stuff we're doing like all that stuff's there and it's present but the way that that's not necessarily the, the core focus yeah exactly it all everything that they did aids this story they're telling and that is something that shocked me a lot because they did it quite well in homecoming homecoming is still a really solid spider-man film and i enjoy a lot of the things they do there but then you look at far from home and you look at how he was handled in like infinity war and Endgame and it stuff and obviously an it's not movie. you know it's that yeah it's just you know mcu stuff happening they're not really focusing on like what does it mean to be spider-man like what is what is peter's growth where's he gonna go as spider-man um and i think no way home really did that and it was like the core focus of the film but they do that through this multiverse stuff and through like well peter fucked something up and there's got to be consequences for doing that and um, his relationship with mj and ned and meeting andrew and toby and all of these things um, and it all aids his own progression to be at the point where we end the film, which is just the perfect, you know, MCU Spider-Man to me. And that was like the biggest takeaway for me was like, yeah, there might be some things I don't like. There might be some cringy MCU jokes, but that final half of the film is just, t- to me, it's just like the perfect film. It's so well yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, I my initial reaction was like I was sitting there in stunned silence when the credits came on from just the whole experience of watching that movie for the first time and my brother mm-hmm. and my friends turned to me and they go Tyler what do you think and I said that was the best movie I've ever seen like I was like <laughs> I, I'm fucking stunned I just couldn't mm-hmm. I was so worried about this movie yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I've been very open about the fact of how nervous I've been about this movie of how easily they can fuck this up right yeah, like for sure. I personally am a big tom holland spider-man fan i've never been the biggest spider-man fan like i like the raimi movies but i don't like toby Maguire as spider-man in them like and i don't like spider-man 3 at all i fucking hate spider-man 3 and i like the first amazing spider-man and i don't like the amazing spider-man 2 but i always liked andrew garfield as spider-man i just thought he was way too cool to be peter parker i was like i like how he plays spider-man i don't like how he plays peter parker that's how i always felt about andrew garfield so I'm like, mm. I'm just Spider-Man's not really for me. I like, I like him. I I know him. I played the games as a kid. Like, I watched the animated cartoons when I was little, like in the early 2000s, like late 90s. And I get it, but it just wasn't for me. It wasn't my like superhero. That's just how it was. They bring him into the MCU. I'm a big MCU guy. 
And we say now it's easy for us to joke. It's funny because he just did it. It's like, oh, it's just like an MCU movie or it's just cringy MCU jokes. But I'm like, the MCU is fucking awesome. And I don't want to disrespect it. I know people like like to disrespect it now because it's sort of the cool thing to do because it's so indestructible and untouchable that it's like we can give it a bit of shit because it doesn't matter. But let's mm-hmm. just not pretend that the MCU hasn't given us some of the funnest fucking movies of all time. And oh, yeah, isn't, it's a great isn't time. really just a joy overall. Um, but they bring in you know, Tom Holland as Spider-Man. And I was like, look, I've seen Spider-Man in my short lifetime three times now. This is the third Spider-Man live action. I'm like, I, I don't need to see Uncle Ben die. I don't need to see this shit. I've seen it before. I'm over it. I don't care about bringing Spider-Man into the MCU. I was just so whatever about it. I love what they did in Civil War. I love how they brought in this actual kid to play him. Like an actual mm-hmm. kid. And the Civil War scenes, I thought they nailed all the heart of who Peter Parker is. They didn't have yeah, me yeah. watch him get bit by a spider or Uncle Ben die. They skipped all that nonsense. We've seen it. We know what happened to him. Let's just get into him being Spider-Man. But he's really young. I'm like, this is a great take. I'm excited. And I loved Homecoming. Up until Noah Hammer was my favorite Spider-Man movie. Um, and I just have enjoyed Tom Holland a lot, personally. That's how I felt. Now, I've understood your criticisms... Of like, you want to see him be like those Spider-Man problems that the MCU is not giving him by having everyone know his identity. Like, and I understood what you were saying. He's not progressing. And I'm like, look, I will agree with you if No Way Home doesn't do it. Like, Mm. I feel like I'm enjoying the slow burn. I like what they've done. But you're right. He does need to have some real real growth in No Way Home. Like, he needs to really step up and be his own hero. I would agree. If No Way Home didn't do that and it felt like Far From Home... I'd be like, okay, they're not nailing this anymore. This isn't what it's supposed mm-hmm. to be. So I was nervous because they're like, oh, here's all the old villains, the rumors of Andrew Garfield, Tom McGuire coming back, all these different things coming. And I'm so concerned. I'm like, they're playing with so much shit. They've also got the MCU elements of his Doctor Strange in there. And mm. I'm like, are they making it too MCU and throwing all these old nostalgia villains in there? Will the old Spider-Man really appear? I know it's rumors, but what if they didn't come back? What if they didn't? What if mm. they didn't? And that just falls flat in its ass. Or what if they all come back and it's a clusterfuck of meaningless shit. And at the end, it's like them moving Tom Holland Spider-Man into that Sony verse with Venom and making that. But like, there were so many things that could have happened and I was so concerned. I was just concerned. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they could have nailed it more than they nailed every single element of it. The multiverse, the MCU parts of it to make it still feel like an MCU movie in parts. Whether Mm -hmm. that be with the humor, but with it, connecting the other characters of the MCU. We know that there is a greater universe out there that exists, making that fit in. But then also telling, to me, my favourite Spider-Man, Peter Parker story that had all those things that I understand that you love about it. And it's not that I don't love it about it. It's that I was enjoying the MCU's take. And I was enjoying that I don't need to see that again. But what I love is that I've got this MCU Spider-Man in Tom Holland that's done all these cool things. He's been in the Avengers He's done the celebrity stuff and now we get to explore that side of it, what that means to him now as he's getting older too. We've seen him sort of grow up mm-hmm. a bit and I love the combination of the things you, you and the, the Spider-Man fans love about a Peter Parker story, love about a Spider-Man story. I adored that stuff they had in here. Adored it mm-hmm. because I love how it combined with what they've done with MCU Tom Holland and the way, like you said, they all these crazy elements they threw in, they weren't just there to be there. They were there for story. They were there for character, for Tom Holland, for Spider-Man, and for the future of Marvel and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, how do you nail... And you also paid off mm. 20 years of previous Spider-Man movies somehow. 
perfectly. Yeah. Perfectly. Yeah. You nailed, and everyone knows how much I don't like Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Because I thought, you watch Spider-Man 1, I'm like, that's a 40-year-old playing a 16-year-old, and I don't buy it. It's creepy and it's weird. But do you know what he was doing in this movie? He was a 40-year-old playing a 40-year-old Spider-Man, and you know what? I fucking loved it. I thought he was awesome. I absolutely, you'll never hear me say this any other time, I absolutely loved Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man in this movie. I loved it. Amazing. I thought he was fantastic. I loved Andrew Garfield. Always has been. Always, I I loved Andrew Garfield. I thought personally he actually stole the end of this movie a lot. I yeah, thought yeah, he, he was really absolutely, good. Absolutely, because to be honest, as an actor, he's the best actor in there, and I always mm. believe that. I just don't think he played a good Peter Parker, but the way mm-hmm. they used him in this movie as Spider Man nailed him. They paid off his character because yeah. he got fucked by Sony real hard. And I know we'll get into this later, but they fucking paid him back and gave him the due reserves. Now, I don't want these Spider-Man fans that are out there ruining the No Way Home and saying, let's bring back Andrew Garfield and make an amazing Spider-Man 3 that Sony can do. They'll fuck it up. Enjoy what we got, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy it and let it go. That's how I feel. Like, let's move mm-hmm. on. But that's my thoughts. I know we've already di- dived into things that I really want to talk about, but I-, I love Tom Holland. I love where they ended him. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see where they go with him. I want to see now where Tom Holland, he's his own hero. He's a, like a grown-up. He's 18. He's on his own. No one knows he's Spider-Man. And mm-hmm. what's going to happen to him now? I can't... I'm so excited yeah, for sure. for, to see that happen when there's so much history to that Spider-Man. I loved Andrew Garfield. I loved Tobey Maguire. I loved the villains. I loved more than I've ever loved Ned and MJ. I thought they nailed those two. Ned, not like Ned, I'm a bit uh, on with a couple of things, more the wizard shit, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I thought MJ was awesome. I thought Zendaya was fucking fantastic in mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah, yeah, she did a great job. Uh, the chemistry was fucking palpable between those two as well. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. they're together in real life, and you can tell. <laughs> like, there's yeah, such yeah. real chemistry between those two that they didn't have in the previous two movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought they nailed like the doctor strange mcu stuff and even just little easter eggs daredevil being in there like a lot of fun shit oh, amazing um, we'll get into all that so i'm sorry but that's my reaction jazz for you to mm-hmm. in extended detail no um what did you think my reaction was gonna be because i know you thought i was gonna you thought i might hate the movie what was I your thought you could hate it yeah well Why because i liked that? it so I was like, well, Tyler's going to hate this. Because, yeah. like, you know, you know, like, on MCU Spider-Man, we've always been sort of separate, aren't you? I think we both like Homecoming. I mean, you like it a bit more than I do. Yeah. We both like that film. When it comes to Far From Home, I think it's like, I mean, I didn't win it for, when I first watched it, but obviously, you know, that's what I do. I changed my opinion. But I don't yeah. like Far From Home. I think it's, like, terrible, actually. Do you um, really? I really like Far From Home. I don't love it, but I really like it. Like, I think it's like a fun some, MCU movie. I, I think it's like a great epilogue to Endgame, but there. it's... Yeah, there's some good stuff. Like there's yeah. some moments that I do like, but overall I think the movie's just like fucking weird. Um, yeah. But so I was like watching this film. I was it's like, not a, look, it's not a good Spider-Man movie, and I'll give you that. I think no, it's, it's a really great. Not, it's a no. great Marvel Cinematic Universe Endgame epilogue with a hero we know well, like in Peter Parker. Yeah, Spider-Man. I mean, I just think not... it's kind of a shit film to be honest. I hate like it's it's trying to be too funny. It doesn't let itself be serious. I just couldn't like it's just doesn't get me invested in it. It's just like yeah. Random think, shit I happening, I don't know. I think it's a fun time, but probably no yeah, more it's... than that, right? Yeah, I... I... So watching no, no Way Home, and the fact that I came out of it, I was like, oh my god, this is perfect. Like, I love what they've done here with Spider-Man. I was like, 
maybe Tyler's going to hate it because they've got Spider-Man right. Because, like, (laughs) (laughs) you've been, like, praising this, like, you know, Spider-Man being just, like, weird and, like, you know, Iron Man's apprentice or whatever and whatever they've been doing with him. And there was elements to that that I did like. Um, But I was just thinking, well, you know, now they've taken him back to basics, is Tyler going to hate this, that they've stripped away all the stuff that you were enjoying in the MCU? But I'm glad that you don't hate it. No, because Um, I got to see that, and now I get to see both. Like, uh, you're letting mm -hmm. me have both stories in one universe both no. versions with the same character and he and he knows what he went through he knows he was in the avengers he knows what he's been through and that creates who he is as a character now that he's going to go through the regular spider-man stuff alone yeah yeah i like that a lot that he's got that history as well that he's been through so much like these films are like this extended origin story of like he's been through so many different things so now he's come out at the other end as you know the friendly neighborhood spider-man but he's been through so much that he's like you know this incredibly strong-willed character at this point and i think that's going to be super interesting going forward to see how they play with you know his experience it'll be interesting to see him in the avengers where like i don't and i personally i don't want him i want him to keep his secret identity even to like cap Mm -hmm. and bucky and stuff like when he uh, when he joins uh, when because they yeah. remember Spider-Man, everyone knows Spider-Man's in the Avengers. Like no one in the MCU like has forgotten Spider-Man. They've just forgotten that Peter Parker's Spider-Man. I think so. I don't. They weren't very clear on these rules. Okay. Because... Well, this is my understanding: is they've forgotten who Peter Parker is completely. Therefore, they know Spider-Man because the Daily Bugle's talking about Spider-Man instantly straight after, and then he's yeah. Like, so they still know Spider-Man. Everyone knows who Spider-Man is. And I think, and obviously Happy goes, oh, I know May through Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, so he remembers so Spider-Man. Everyone knows Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. But you don't know who he is. So I think, like, all the memories of that will be to the Avengers, right, will be, oh, he always wore the mask. We don't know who he is. Yeah, that makes sense. So I think, like, they'll know Spider-Man. Doctor Strange will know Spider-Man and all that sort of stuff. I just don't think they'll know it's Peter Parker. And I think because of what... Peter went through in No Way Home he won't want to tell anyone again and like that's mm-hmm. what you see at the end of the again we'll, we'll, let's go in order but we'll get to that but I love that at the end of the movie like that moment of like no I'm not going to tell them yeah oh, I'm going to let so I'm going to let them go so I'm like that is my dick's hard like that is yeah. so good I was Perfect. like I cried like three times in this movie the first time I saw it I was mm-hmm. absolutely like so invested I couldn't believe how much I liked this movie I couldn't believe it yeah uh, this is the best like this is top three MCU for me I think it, for me it's Winter Soldier is my number one all time favorite superhero movie so that's number one Cap Civil mm-hmm. Cap Winter Soldier Endgame and then it's this interesting i think interesting. This is... i think i'm gonna have to sit on it before i can rank it because i don't know i've seen it three t- it. i've seen it three times like i i feel pretty confident <clears throat> in the last latter part of this movie mm-hmm. um yeah i think well on my second rewatch it or on my first rewatch my second viewing of it i i think it solidified the way that i felt is that with this film the second half is so strong and it's everything i wanted to see the first half though is like whatever it's like for me i can just sort of take it or leave it like it's it's not it's- bad it's not egregious but i don't love it it's just kind of like mcu spider-man like i'm kind of over it like i don't need it anymore right i think which is why i love the second half so much i, I split i almost split into three parts like three acts there's three acts to this film like when you when you break it down right so the first mm-hmm. act is Everyone knows I'm Spider-Man. What's the fallout of that? That's Act One, and that ends with his fight with um, Otto on the bridge. To me, that's the end of Act One. 
because mm-hmm. that sort of sets up here's your complication now enters act two is dealing with the complications which is all these villains have come through mm-hmm. uh, and act two ends with uh, Aunt May dying mm-hmm. and that's the that's the end and I don't what I actually don't like is the end of act one till the end of act two it's not that I don't like I find it I was like on my third viewing I was like this is like I didn't the most boring parts of the movie not that they're boring again of everything to me were him finding all the villains and then bringing them back to the apartment trying to help him I was like that that was whatever yeah. like by third viewing I'm like well, I've seen it and to be fair to the movie I'm it's the third time I've seen the movie in two weeks so it's just the matter of I've rewatched it so many times um, mm. but when once they're fighting like when Green Goblin and that fight happens and Aunt May dies like that's when it picks up again that from that yeah, point yeah. on and then it doesn't stop and then act three is begins with uh, Toby and Andrew entering and, mm-hmm. and that from that point on act three is some of the best stuff I've ever seen in a superhero film yeah yeah that I I'm think sure the... the future of cinema will ruin by trying to do it again yeah, yeah probably um I think the point the point where it changes for me and shifts and everything after that point I enjoy is probably around when they like enter Happy's apartment with all of the villains and and uh, t- uh Peter's trying to cure them. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of great moments in there, like when he cures like Doc Ock and stuff. I think that yeah, from that good. point to the yeah. end of the film, everything in there I really love. But everything before that is just like MCU stuff. It's like I, whatever. I really dug the b- opening to this movie. Let's go mm. back to the start. Let's go back. Let's start. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's just start. go through the. Let's film. go through. Yeah. I really liked the opening to this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think it really slowed down. Maybe until he goes to Doctor Strange's house, it starts to slow down for me, um, mm-hmm. because I feel like we saw a lot of this part of the movie in the trailer, especially mm-hmm. the bridge scene. I was like, this scene could have been really awesome. I don't even like it that much because I feel like I've seen it to death for the last. Six yeah, months. yeah. Um, and even just him going and seeing Doctor Strange like that whole the spell all of that I'm like that stuff I've seen um, that stuff I get and and fair play to this movie putting the worst jokes of the whole movie into the trailer like yeah like yeah. I got that out of the way I'm like oh thank god they were the worst ones they weren't trying to put <laughs> the best jokes in the fucking trailer oh, god. Um, like the Scooby Doo this shit was what an awful joke like oh, can we just god, say it's that what an awful so joke? bad yeah. well, it's, it's so bad it's that's like the MCU at its worst like, yeah I agree with that my god that. yeah that's uh, the shit people point to when they're like, oh, the MCU sucks. Yeah, like, you know was, what? Yeah, I guess that does suck. That, yeah. that moment sucked. I agree. Um, yeah. But I love the opening where he's panicking. Like, everyone knows I don't, this is a cool Spider-Man moment to me to see. Mm-hmm. Because we've not seen anything like this before, where everyone now knows who Peter Parker, that he's Spider-Man. What happens? Mm-hmm. Like, him rushing back. The way they shot it, too, was really well done in May's apartment. Like the sort of mm-hmm. one shot following Happy yeah, to yeah. the bedroom, like um, the way it was filmed, how the tension, like they acted. Tom and Zendaya nailed the performances, especially Tom in that scene. I just really enjoyed that tension of everyone mm-hmm. knowing and him him swinging um, MJ around and Flash finding out and like all these mm-hmm. little moments of what that would be like for everyone to find out that Peter's Spider-Man. I just really enjoyed that whole section up until, and I really enjoyed them obviously revealing um, Matt Murdock, Daredevil, um, back again in in the, and confirmed in the MCU. Uh, I was really happy for, for as much as I don't give a fuck about Daredevil. I was really happy for fans. You got to give a fuck now. Uh, I don't have to. I don't have to, do I? Um, Oh, 
yeah, Daredevil's I, one of the best, the best pieces of superhero media. You're missing out. You're missing out. Well, and it's I, all Igor's fault. I've said it time and time again that for a thousand dollars, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not saying don't give me a thousand dollars. We'll send it to charity. Let me choose the charity, um, and I'll watch it. That's what I said. But we're gonna probably probably more than a thousand dollars because we're gonna make it for our next charity event, a tier. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I'll watch it that's I'm not going to do a fucking podcast on it that's not happening but I'll watch it ridiculous um, missing out give the people what they want but yeah that's and I've, yeah, I've said it time and time again uh, so yeah but I was really happy for fans for the Daredevil's back How, what was your reaction mm-hmm. seeing seeing uh, Daredevil back oh my god it was as soon as I saw his little fucking blind man stick I was like it's the it's the guy it's you know it's Matt Murdoch. It yeah. was um, ah, such a fucking cool moment, and he he like you know he was he was it felt like the same character. It felt it felt great, like his little you know sarcasm and stuff, and like his you know just the like oh he's so good, he's yeah. so good at it. Um, and it was just um, really good to see him. Obviously, only a small part of the film, so you can't really gauge exactly you know what they're gonna do with him, or whatever. But like he's here and he's back, so. There's, it was more just a little message to everyone mm-hmm. to say that he's back, and yeah. I really, I really, I thought they nailed him. Where yeah, it's just yeah. like he it's a cameo, so good, yeah. just letting you guys know he's back, he's here. Don't don't stress. Like I really like how they did that, um, and you know they, they they showed him off to be a pretty cool character. Like I was like this this guy's cool, this guy's cool. Uh, mm-hmm. You know he goes to happy, he's like look happy, you're gonna need a really good lawyer. And then two things like he catches the brick, and he's like, how'd you do that? He's like, I'm a really really good lawyer. Yeah, it's like, very yeah. daredevil. It's yeah. very good. Yeah. I was like, that fuck it, that's pretty cool. I'll give him that. That's pretty fucking cool. Mm. Uh, so yeah, no, I I dug, I dug that, and I dug the opening personally. I really enjoyed uh, everyone sort of finding out and him dealing with those consequences, being arrested, and um, the interrogation scenes and stuff like that. How did you feel about sort of that opening section? Yeah, to, to the I like all of that stuff because it was. I think the way that they did it is they sort of. I don't know, a big criticism of MCU Spider-Man has been he's not really had to deal with major consequences of things, of, of his actions um, yeah. This movie flipped that and script. This movie decides to completely, yeah, to, to flip that and be like, look, what what's actually going to happen if he, you know, decides to do these things? And, like, Peter's initial decision, like, once he's, you know, he's had this experience, you know, he's trying to get into college or whatever, like, his immediate, uh, like, thoughts is to go to Doctor Strange, um... I like that that's sort of like, you know, what he would do in, an, in one of the other films. Like, he needs something, so he goes to an Avenger. Um, whereas this time, you know, the movie plays out and he doesn't... It, it, it You get to see major consequences. But I like the whole opening. I think the, the opening is strong. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's just that middle section I really don't necessarily like although the yeah. beginning is also got a lot of little mcu moments in there where i'm like oh, i kind of want to get to the you know the, the meaningful shit i like kind of want right. to you know get somewhere that i can really you know feel something mm. um just because it's been so long with this spider-man where i just sort of haven't felt much um the last time was you know was really homecoming and even that yeah. wasn't you know spot on i guess for me um so yeah i guess it was a bit of like you know there's a lot of good stuff in there it's not as bad as like far from home um, yeah. but I think the whole opening is sort of, you know, it's well-paced. It focuses a lot on, on this fallout of what's happened. Uh, and I think all well, that's really solid. So, I'm, uh, uh, yeah. Like, did MCU moments that I could see that you didn't like, if I'm going to guess, was like, so they're walking through into school 
and it's a big mm. deal and it's quite dramatic and serious and then you're like MJ you're gonna have a spider babies like uh, that guy I'm yeah. like that's very MCU um, yeah. I thought it was, I, that stuff I don't mind that stuff I got like, really um, liked I tell you what I really liked I'm not sure if you would have liked I lo- in fact I loved the teachers okay. got their little scene in there I dug that when he comes oh, back yeah, to school yeah. and Hannibal Burris is like fucking the gym teacher like these are comedians re- well known comedians mm-hmm. um, and you know how they're divided um, you know it's an honour to serve mm-hmm. you sir like all that sort of <laughs> stuff I thought that was just a great little scene to have the teachers in there um, you know Mysterio was right I know what you did like all that I thought all that stuff I, I enjoyed it was yeah um, I really like the college stuff because those... that to me felt like Peter problems as well. Like that's what you yeah, want to yeah. see from. This is the reason I liked seeing Peter being so young. Was we actually got to really delve into over these three films the high mm. school experience, and I think in some points, especially Far From Home, we missed some of that. Um, so yeah, I mean that's the thing. I think Far From Home should have been this. Uh, it shouldn't have been Far From Home. It should have been something else. That we should have been this stepping stone because I feel like in a, in this film we're dealing with like like ned and mj and peter and they're together and like they're progressing and like you get like these moments where ned is being the guy in the chair again it feels like we missed a whole thing like whereas far from home should have been that in between period between homecoming and no way home where Mm. we got to see them develop more and like what's peter doing as spider-man now and how's ned helping him out and how does mj factor into that whereas it was just like them on vacation and fucking ned wasn't even around for most of it he was like you know just making jokes so it felt a bit weird at points in this film where you like you see them as like this close team and it's like we never really got to see them but like they're acting like this is how they've always been whereas it's kind of never felt like they've ever, they've never really settled um on their on their team and now you know they're going to their final story or whatever like it just felt a bit weird in that regard i think far from home does put a like a like a downer on a lot of little bits in this film for me uh, just because it feels like we never got the room to develop a lot of the ideas that are present but yeah um overall yep. i mean there's you know i i think there's a lot of mcu moments like you said with the teachers and everything that i think i like more because the second half of the film is what it is if the whole film had been like far from home i would have hated all of it yeah but i think because the first half is like you know this is the juvenile mcu spider-man stuff that we've come to know they're having a bit of fun with it but then you get to put him through some hardships and he comes out the other end that I'm kind of more okay with a lot of the stuff that happens at the beginning. Um, so I think overall it's really strong. Um, yeah. There's, you know, there's there was like, you know, um, Betty on the school news where she says like, go get him, Tiger. And it's like, yeah, okay, you didn't really need to do that, did you? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like you're referencing the line, but there's absolutely no weight to that line. And now you're never going to use the line. And it's like, that's an important Spider-Man line, but you've just kind of thrown it away there randomly for like, yeah. what reason? Is it supposed to be yeah. funny? I don't know. It's like yeah. one of those MCU Spider-Man moments where I'm like, I don't know why you did that. Just don't yeah. use it. Just don't do it at all if you're going to do it like that. But, um, you know, it's whatever. I can let a lot of that shit slide, I think. Yeah. But talk, you talk about consequences. The big consequence of like, they're not getting into college is because he's Spider-Man, you know? like certain mm-hmm. things like that like how it's affecting the real world problems and and i really was digging that early in the movie because you're starting to see peter really understand the negative aspects because a lot of what homecoming is is like when people find out it's like oh my god that's awesome you're spider-man like it's like mm-hmm. he talked about some hard things and talked about off screen like how oh, i was really hard for 
when you know we, my aunt may should really know because that was really hard when she found out I was like was it like she found out at the yeah, end of homecoming yeah. and then apart from home she's fucking we never saw it Spider-Man yeah. yeah so there's challenges that we haven't seen the consequences we haven't seen that this movie's showing us it's like it's not all fucking sunshine and rainbows when people mm-hmm. know that you're Spider-Man um, and him learning mm-hmm. that was really cool um, and how it's affecting these people that he loves and he cares about the Happies the Mays MJs and Nets like I dug that and then we go to you know, Doctor Strange, and I don't think we really need to delve into the stuff we've seen a million times in the trailers, even the bridge scene, like the Doc Ock stuff. I was like, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, we've seen like, it a we've million seen, times. We've at this seen point. it a million it's, times. Yeah, um, it's like whatever. It was cool and, to see it play out in full, but like it's yeah. Yeah, but so then the, the next scene. the next section, so they get Doc Ock. They've got fucking Lizard Man. What the fuck's his name? Um, the Lizard. Um, well, Doctor Strange got uh, Amazing Spider Man one. Um, Doctor Connors. Oh, Kurt um, Connors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, he's already, he's already. Been I thought captured. you, I thought you were like they got the lizard. What's its name? Like it's the lizard. What do you mean? I didn't know. Oh, you, I, I didn't know you meant the real. Wait, is, is, is it, real is it, name. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so they got Doctor Connors as well, like off screen, which I'm like, that's fine. Um, boring villain. Um, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> terrible villain. <laughs> terrible, but, you know. To be fair, so Sandman. Like, what a terrible villain. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, not. Yeah, not. Yeah. There's potential for all of these villains. They're just, you know, from the movies they were in, they suck, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and they weren't that much better in this. Let's be honest, Doctor. No, Bones no, or Sandman, no, they were just there. They were just there. No, um, they were pro- they were better in the films they were in, to be honest. And those films weren't very good either. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the standout villains. I mean, we'll get to Green Goblin because that was next level. Oh um, my god! I yeah. thought what they did with um, Jamie Fox as as um, Shocker. Electro, but yeah. Electro's fucking shocker. Wait, what's the... That's in Homecoming, they call him the shocker. The shocker is in Homecoming, yeah. The shocker's in Homecoming. Electro. Um, yeah. Nate, I thought he was way better. Like, they made him so much better in this movie. Um, I thought he, yeah, he had some great lines, yeah. some great quips, some great character moments. Yeah, he's... Uh, I think it was an odd one because they never really explained, like, why is he different, completely different? Um, but also, like, I don't really care, I guess. It's another one of those things where it's like, he's better than he was in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, so I can kind of overlook it. He's a bit of fun. Um, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's whatever. Um, although it was a bit weird that they didn't, you know, there was no real outright, like, you know, why is he completely different? Like, not even, like, he looks completely different, but also he acted completely different as well. Like, he was just, he was just Jamie Foxx being Jamie Foxx. It wasn't yeah. even, like, the same character. But, like, that's fine. It's whatever. I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah, you're in another universe. You can sort of just, like, um, forgive it, right? Just fucking forgive yeah. it, forget Especially it. when the original character, like, the original version was so fucking bad that yeah. it's, like, you know, they just changed him for the better so it's easier to watch the film because you don't want just, like, to write in a shit character and have him be just a shit. Um, so I, yeah. I can forgive that. That makes sense. I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, Doc Ock was great. I, I think mm-hmm. not better than the way they did him in Spider-Man 2, just because of the way mm-hmm. they used him inherently and they used him so much in trailers, but I thought he was still great because it's just a great yeah. actor, great character, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now, Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin has cemented himself as the best Spider-Man villain all time, I think. Oh, yeah. I think I agree, yeah. Because... Sure. He was always obviously a great actor and, and very good in Spider-Man 1. Like, mm-hmm. very, very good. 
I yeah. thought he was actually better here. I think I, I agree, yeah. I thought he was better here. I thought they took him to a different place that I was like, holy fuck. Like, he was so terrifying, so menacing, mm. so evil. Like, and they played him so well, the back and forth, like the good, the bad. Um, yeah. And I just... I love that we got... That Peter Parker, as in Tom Holland's Peter Parker, his Green Goblin is Willem Dafoe as well. Like, that's cool as fuck. And, Mm -hmm. like, that's one of his, like, major... Like, when he fights him, you're like, holy shit, this is a legit big deal face-off to see Tom's Peter fight Willem Dafoe's Goblin. It's wild. Like, Tom's Peter has a bigger connection to that Green Goblin Probably than Tobey Maguire's done. I know, dude. Isn't that crazy, he, man? You know... He killed like, his Aunt, Aunt May. May. Yeah, man. Like, that's... that's huge. Like, he has a bigger connection to this character. Correct. Like, a, there's more that, emotional weight to them I fighting agree. than there ever was for Tobey's I totally Spider-Man. Agree. Yeah. Which is so crazy. You never um, would have thought that. The way they nailed it so good. Like, yeah. him saying, he's like, I want to tear him apart. I'm like, I do. Oh, like, it's so good. It's so like, good. It's fucking awesome. I thought they mm-hmm. nailed him. I thought they, like, the other villains could suck because Green Goblin they made, he's the number one villain in this movie. He's going to be the main villain and they fucking couldn't have done it better than the mm-hmm. way they did it, you know? Yeah, for sure, for um, sure. There's there's a, there's a few moments, though, I do want to talk about because okay, I, I think Norman Osborn, as just Norman Osborn in this film, was a bit weird. Um, I think they... I I think I understand why they did it and I think it's to make that clear divide between Green Goblin and Norman Osborn whereas I think in the original Spider-Man it was implied that Norman was already a like he wasn't like a, a great guy that was just like Do unfortunate you know circumstances yeah, like you know he was he was always a he's a bit of a dick like he, he, he you know he 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 showed a lot more favoritism towards Peter Parker than he did his own son um and there was that whole aspect to his character. So that was a bit weird. Like, you see him show up and he's like a little lost puppy now in yeah. um, this. And you do see elements of that in the original Spider-Man, like, where he's talking to himself in the mirror and, like, he's, like, cowering in fear of, like, the Green Goblin coming out and trying to take yeah. control and everything. So yeah. there are those elements. But then there was stuff like him stealing the donuts in the background of, like, an important conversation between Aunt May and Peter. And I was like, that was such a fucking mcu spider-man thing to do like there's absolutely no need to have that like I, he's just I, secretly I, stealing fucking donuts and i didn't like even notice that chat. to be honest I didn't oh my that. god it was I like also, uh, i just groaned i sort of but, think though yeah. the way i would <clears throat> the way you sort of headcanon that is like he just went to another universe and can't find his son or anything like that's a big fucking crazy moment mm-hmm. so i sort of just yeah. imagine he's rattled for a bit because he sort of came mm-hmm. to later on like when he's like i'm i'm somewhat uh, i'm uh, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I'm something of a scientist something myself. Of a scien- yeah. I was going to say someone. Yeah. I'm something of a scientist myself. From that moment, he went to like you know he was a bit more got his head together because he's like this is um uh, Mr. Yeah, Osborne. Yeah. He's like that's Doctor. From that yeah, moment, I yeah. feel like he was alright. I feel like he was just a bit rattled from getting rid of Goblin in his head for a bit and realizing he doesn't have a house or a family or a company or anything. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think that's how I credit that scene. Um, and then from there, I think he starts to come to, and even just like the scene, and it's very much a, a callback to how much he sort of adored Peter in Spider-Man 1, in Raimi's mm. Spider-Man, the way yeah, he goes, yeah. you know, if you're willing to c- commute between universes, like I'd love to, you know, give you a job. Yeah. Like just the way he sort of adored 
Tom's Peter as well um, as a character, mm-hmm. like, and doted over him a bit. I, I, I enjoyed and, um, you know, I, I, I mean, we, we don't really need to cover too much. The, the Doctor Strange fight, like, I mean, the first time I saw it, I was like, that's cool. Like, that was sort mm-hmm. of cool. To, that I we, really that we witnessed, that fight. That we witnessed a Doctor Strange versus Spider-Man fight. Like, that's pretty mm-hmm. cool to see. I liked it specifically because I the think way the won. way Peter beat him yes. was very comic book Spider-Man was like... You can imagine that being in, like, a comic book, like, panel yes. where he's, like, yes. he's doing the math and, like, it's like classic Peter Parker. Like, he wins just with, like, math and calculations and stuff and wins yeah. the fight. I thought that was really cool. Um, a good, I really agree. good way of doing it. I, I totally agree. I, I, I loved that. I think by the third viewing, I'm like, yep, seen this. Let's, you know, you just sort of... Yeah, by that it's point, a bit long and it's, see, like, in this I want to rocky... see Andrew yeah. and Toby and get to that... I want to get to Act 3. Mm-hmm. You know, by the third yeah, viewing, yeah, I was yeah. really buzzing just to get to Act Three by that point. Um, mm-hmm. But that's like that's a great scene. Uh, uh, let's just mention that 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 fight. Um, you yeah. know, collects all the villains, gets them all to Happy's apartment, um, and and helping them all. I really liked what Aunt May was doing with Peter's character, that dynamic in mm-hmm. this movie, like encouraging him to be the true to comic Peter Parker. Yeah, to help you know? people. I like as well. My, she was working not, at the my shower as well. That yes. was really nice, uh, similar to the comics. And obviously in the Spider-Man PS4 game as well, she works there, which was really nice just to see that little little thing, um, which was pretty cool. Well, I mean, you see that in Far From Home. That's where she's working, right? In Far From Home. When she gets into the sort of promo thing, that's what I thought it was. That's why he's in the ad for it. I don't know if they like officially said what she was doing, because oh, it was right. just kind of like this background But thing. you knew it was sort of a charity thing. You knew that. I think yeah, I like I guess she was doing. I think I assumed yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, maybe that maybe it was. Maybe I just forgot. But I'm pretty sure that was like to me that was like a, oh they've like she's actually working at Feast like. Yeah, well, when when I think when Norman goes, I saw Spider-Man ad for this place. I assumed it was like mm. oh that's probably no. the Far From Home callback of like him doing promo. That makes it. sense. Yeah. Um, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah, probably right. Um, they might just not have mentioned that it's Feast. They just like oh, yeah, yeah. Ames doing a thing. Um. But yeah, so loved her dynamic, the encouraging, you know, and that trust and that dynamic, exploring it a bit more because they, you know, they'd explored a bit. So I liked it in Homecoming and stuff. It was good in Homecoming, yeah. Um, and you know, far from home, non-existent, really. Um, but yeah, no. I loved it in this, and it really built up to that moment of like when Peter gets like the spider sense moment. And that the oh way they God. did that, that in this movie so good. was so good, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's the moment to me the movie picks up and doesn't stop. It's ten out of ten from this moment on. Yeah. As yeah. soon as Peter gets the spider sense, to the end mm-hmm. of the movie, it's all systems go. We're going a fuck a hundred miles an hour, and the way they shot it throughout this movie and gave him that sense of like the camera's front on in front of him and following him walking through the room and he's trying Mm. to figure it out and then he just finally closes his eyes and then just shoots the web at Norman. And you're like, oh shit, and then you just hear, you just see that's a nice little trick of yours and then um, it's like, Norman? It's like, Norman's on sabbatical, honey. It's like, oh, Oh, it's so good, dude. Yeah. Loved it's it. It's so good. That's when, you know, Willem Dafoe just, like, puts his absolute all into, like, that performance. is just yeah. fantastic. Like, that confrontation there between Peter and Norman when he... Or between the Green Goblin when he has that 
he says to him, I think they use the line in a trailer where it's like, um, you're struggling to have everything while the world tries to make you choose is like such a great Green Goblin line, like Spider-Man line. It's so brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's just yeah that whole that whole confrontation there that's so and tense that it's so fight, well done and that fight is oh, awesome yeah. it's awesome. terrific it's so brutal it's so visceral like where you've got you know green goblin laughing as he's like punching him in the fucking head yeah. it's just terrific like slamming each other through the floor and everything it's just yeah. like it's just something so different than anything we've seen before in the MCU from Spider-Man's fights it's so yes. brilliant it felt so like i felt like peter was vulnerable for the first mm. time ever in this yeah. moment this was a fight mm-hmm. i've never felt like he was vulnerable other than like homecoming when he's stuck under and he's like sc- like one of my favorite scenes in homecoming is like come on spider-man come on spider-man yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. great moment like that's the mm-hmm. only time you felt that vulnerability or obviously mm-hmm. like homecoming does it well like in the car with vulture like that michael Keaton yeah, scene. yeah that's one yeah. of the, that's oh, one of the great scenes all so time good. in mcu yeah you know, good old Spider-Man. I watched it the other yeah. day and I was like, fuck, this movie's good. Like, Michael Keaton's good, so yeah. good. Like, to me, second best Spider-Man villain of all time is Vulture in Homecoming. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Because Michael Keaton as an actor is just so good. Like, that movie is not nearly as good without him in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, but the way, yeah, they did they did this, where the fight, I'm like, fuck, Green Goblin's mm-hmm. so strong and he's vulnerable and they get down there and he's choking him and I'm like, holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. And and Aunt May comes and and he's holding him up and and it's just like he's just yelling at May. He's like, "Run, May! Please run!" And I'm like, "Fuck!" Yeah, and when you he... see the glider come down behind yeah. May, and you're like, "You just know, I, dude, you're like, I'll tell you what, it's I'm happening. like, there's no way she's dying. I just honestly, I was like, there's no, there's no way. It didn't even cross I my mind. I didn't think it didn't would happen purely because of the way the MCU's done things up to this point with Spider Man. I was like, look, there'll be a bit of worry. You know, yeah. you'll think yes. like maybe she's not all right, but then she's fine, and like yeah. it's this good moment for Peter. But then you know they end up all right in the end. I was like, there's no way they're gonna actually. There's gonna be huge consequences like this because there's just no precedent for it yet. And I think yeah. that's why it worked even better is because you're not expecting it, and like you're it, this universe yes. of Spider-Man, everything's Perfect. worked exactly. out so well. Exactly. And so when it doesn't like, and it really it like it breaks him, and like it shocks you as a viewer as well, and yeah. it hits so much more like. This could be, you know, to me, a, a, the best way they've ever done the with great power comes great responsibility it, moment. I, it's it, because in the it, films. it built to it. It didn't give yeah. it to you in the first twenty minutes of the movie. It built. This is his sixth appearance. You know what mm. I mean? He's had to learn so many lessons. He's been in the Avengers. He's 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 died and come back to life. He's been through ice. We've seen so much of him, like it or love it, and. He's learnt so much and he's finally at this point where he's struggling, like Green Goblin said. And and it works so well because it's right after Green Goblin said and really tied a knot on what Peter's going through. You're struggling to have everything you want while the world tries to make you choose. Like, you've got mm. that and you have that moment. You're like, wow, Peter's really... He's struggling. He's trying to do the right thing. He's trying to do his best and, he, and he's not nailing it because he's living two different lives. And Dr. Strange says that the problem is you're trying to live two different lives. Like, that really nailed that as a mm. consequence and as a problem through this movie in the lead up and build up to that moment where May looks at him and says, no, 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 you did the right thing. You have a gift. Uh, uh, you have power. And with great power all, must also come great responsibility. And I was like, mm. holy fuck, that line has never hit harder than this moment. Mm. Yeah, it was so brilliantly done. And I think it's it's crazy that you got people out there that are like saying, oh, it's dumb and it's bad because it should come from Uncle Ben. Like, 
it oh, doesn't need to come from any come particular person. Way. It's yeah. it's the message that's important. The reason yes. that line works is because it comes from somebody that means something to Peter Parker and because he loses that person. Because yeah. he goes through great loss and because that line it resonates and it has great significance in what he does moving forward. That's why that line works and that's why that line's important. It's not because Uncle Ben says it specifically. That just yes, is ridiculous. Correct. Correct. It was just incidentally was him. Yeah. Originally in the comics. But the 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 way it's done here, the way it's set up, this oh it, the way it's delivered is so perfect and it just that whole scene, it just was just out of nowhere the first time I saw it. Like it was just you went from MCU Spider Man to this insane fight scene that was just so visceral and aggressive and then you just see like, you know, May deliver that line. It's just it's such a just a turning point in the it, film. It, it's it's, just it's incredible. one of the great Spider Man scenes of all time, I would argue. Mm. Like yeah, uh, Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin in it, Tom's Peter from the fight to like what he's struggling with to getting to this turning point and then Aunt May obviously dying. But the way they nailed that as well, like she gets this fatal wound and gets back up and you're like, oh no, she is fine. I believe she was fine. Mm-hmm. She delivers that line. And once she delivers that line, you go, hang on a second. Yeah. But that, that only happens when, and then she falls over and you're like, no, 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 no. They can't yeah. be doing this. And dude, I started crying. I was like literally in tears like... Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was emotionally moved by this scene and this moment and Tom being upset and him like literally being there. And she's like, in the denial he had, dude, he performed that so well. Cause she's mm. like, I'm just catching my breath. He's like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. We, you can catch your breath and then we'll get you a doctor. I'm like, oh no, dude. Oh fuck. Yeah. And also was, you think about, oh. it's not a new character for us. Like we keep saying, I'm like, this dude's lost everyone already, mm. man. He lost Tony, remembering like him losing like his mentor, his, ma- his male figure. And you can hate that he was Iron Man, Iron Man Jr. I mm-hmm. love that because it's MCU. And the reason I've loved MCU Spider-Man is because I'm like, because the MCU exists and he exists in it. He can't just be the regular Spider-Man, but the MCU exists. Like you've got to connect him. And if you're going to connect him, you may as well go all in. I love the way they made him that, and made him feel important through, through Iron Man. But then they're giving us now that story everyone else has been after but you had to make this the arc you had to make the connection i feel like other than you know i like five moment but you're right like it's probably a bit of a it should have been different but mm-hmm. negating that through everything else from civil war which i think was the, a perfect depiction of peter parker the best mm-hmm. up until this movie homecoming's great the avengers he did what he did you know i just i just have loved where we've gone and I just love that we got here to this moment and then to see Aunt mm. May and him losing her too after he's lost Tony and you know he has lost Uncle Ben you know Uncle Ben exists but like who knows how yeah. he died he could have died from cancer like you know what I mean like it doesn't, it's not yeah, important yeah you don't know you just know um, they went through yeah. a loss there mm-hmm. um, and just knowing that he's lost everyone he's lost so much and mm-hmm. now he's losing his only parent left and he's only still a kid you know, he is still a kid. He's like 17, 18 or whatever at the time. And mm. I was just, I was emotional, man. I don't know about you. I was really emotional that moment. Yeah, yeah. 100% for sure. That fucking hit me. It was, especially because I, you know, Far From Home was a weird one. Um, But in Homecoming, you see Peter and uh, May's relationship. It's really well done in that film. Like where she drives him to the party early on or when he's getting ready for Homecoming. Yeah. Um, And yep. like she's teaching him like how to tie his tie and like, um, getting him dressed and everything. Because she's that younger like, version of me that's a bit like, I mm-hmm. can like show you things and you'd actually come to me for this advice. Yeah. There's no maid like that's done that can do that. 
yeah, it's a really nice, like, relationship you see between them. And there's also, like, those moments where, like, you can see she's clearly, um, like, she doesn't want to lose Peter. So, like, when Peter's been out late and she doesn't know where he is and he comes back, like, she's been worrying because, like, you know, obviously they, they did lose Ben somehow. So she doesn't want to lose Peter again. And, like, you got, yeah. you've got that whole aspect to it. And, like, you see their relationship there. And I like the way he talks to her and, like, tries to calm her down and stuff. So you do get that relationship. It was built up in Homecoming. They didn't do a lot with it in Far From Home, but then you get to see that continue here in, in no way home and i just think it, it it pays it off really well and develops it and takes it in a place that just is perfect for this version of spider-man yeah yeah i completely agree and then you get from that moment and what okay this is a good time to bring up uh j jonah jameson how do you feel about how they use him through this movie because i thought it was phenomenal mm-hmm. i so think using him as a commentator throughout the movie Mm-hmm. I think he's used pretty well. I, I don't think he's as good as he was in the Raimi films, mainly sure. because I think he had his own little... Like, there's moments in the Raimi films where I really like what they do with him in terms of, like, not just being, like, a plot point, but being a character. And I like that... They could do that in the future, in the MCU, for sure. But I like how there's a good in the side Raimi to films, J. Jonah Jameson, like, the scene where yeah, he, he, protects, he protects Peter taking the photos he's like oh i don't know they come in anonymously yeah they like, come that's... in the mail yeah. yeah and it's like he obviously knows but he's lying and you see that like there's that moment and there's the cool moment at the end of like spider-man 2 where like you know spider-man's gone and like he's finally got his suit hung up on the wall and he's like uh you know spider-man was a hero he's the only one that could have saved everyone um and then obviously peter steals his suit back and he's like oh he's a menace and everything but yeah um i like what they did there with the character in those films and i think there's more you can do there's more depth you can add but i do like what they did in these films i mean jk simmons is brilliant in the role like he did yeah. great in those original films and he's really good in um in in uh in these ones too so i really like him i think he's i think he's solid and i like the new take where like he's running his own little like he's got his own show that's kind of like I was you just know, sort of meant to be a bit of a parody yeah, yeah exactly so it's um i like all that i think it works it's very modern uh and it 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 just works in this universe but i i love that it's jk simmons as well it's not just yeah. you know it's not just anybody because yeah. he's great yeah yeah I, I totally agree um but he does that sort of report and there's a shot he does where you've got peter standing in the rain looking at the big screen of jj mm. james and i'm like that's such a comic book shot yeah I'm like, this is such a great moment. And it's that moment of that everyone pretty much is like, because the posters have been fucking sucked. The only good one is that one where Peter's sort of down in the head down in the rain, looking over <clears throat> New York and the all the mm-hmm. signs of him. And like, it was sort of that moment of the movie where he's lost everything, and you're like, fuck. I'm just, I f- you're with that character, like I, I emotionally right there. And then we cut to. MJ and Ned. Um, and the only way they've set up this problem... And look, I'll forgive it because we know they're never going to use it again because their memories have been wiped type thing. Mm-hmm. Where they give Ned the ability to open portals because he's got Doctor Strange's yeah. glove thing and uh, they mention at the start where he's asking Doctor Strange, he's like, could I... Um, oh, my... my n- like, Nana says I'm fuck... Or whatever the word for the, his conscious mm-hmm. like grandmother. I don't know what it is. Um, I forget. Um, but he, you know, says I'm magic and blah, blah, blah. And that sort of pays off to this mm. moment. And was it silly? Yeah. But it's like, look, this is just the way they had to do it so we could get Andrew and Toby and I'll forgive for that. Whatever. Like, yeah. how do you feel about that Ned could just open fucking portals all of a sudden? I mean, they could have explained it as like, I don't know, 
I don't even know. I don't care. It was a I don't bit really silly, care. but it it's kind of s- dumb. I mean, yeah. at this point, Ned is like a nothing character. Like, I don't know. Ned's been through some shit. Like, he's kind of like, he started off as like this character that was, you know, he's a bit of a fucking loser. He's a bit of a dork, but he kind of steps up and helps Spider Man in Homecoming. And I thought that was really good. But then in Watching Far From Home, porn? he's just like comic still a great relief. Line. Still a, still <laughs> it's still good. It's still, still, yeah. still funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah. um, but in far from home like he's just kind of nothing he's just comic relief yeah um, agreed and then in this film he's kind of a bit of both like they try and bring it back but it's kind of like, he's kind of like it's whatever it's just ned um so it works like i, I like think, because, him he's fine yeah he's fine like i don't mind seeing him a lot of people think he's like he's really annoying and like a terrible character but i don't think that i think no, he's I don't, fun yeah um but I think it works because it's Ned and because it's like, well, of course Ned is secretly magic. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, true. I guess. I guess true. he is. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't I don't I don't hate it. Um so the portal opens and you know what's coming. As soon as he goes, as soon as you can see Peter and the portal opens, you know you're like, okay. You're Immediately in the I was like, that's that's Andrew. This is like, the moment. And and the order of which and knowing in my head if I was gonna direct this movie which Spider-Man has to appear first, it has to be Andrews. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, we sure. know, as a history of the fan base, the most beloved one's Toby, and you want Andrew to have a good reaction. So you need to deliver mm-hmm. him first, let him get some shine, mm-hmm. and then bring Toby in. Because Toby's not... You, you can't take away Toby's shine because Toby's the one... Pe- most people are waiting to see, you would argue, right? There's a whole yeah, generation yeah, yeah. of kids that love Andrew Garfield, right? There are. Mm-hmm. There just are. Yeah, not yeah, as many, sure. I would say, just based on popularity and what we know about the movies but and financially mm-hmm. um uh but you know andrew comes through he takes off the mask i've never in australian cinemas we don't cheer we don't make noises mm-hmm. like even when daredevil came on screen the fact that the whole audience <gasps> big gasp happened i was like holy mm. shit i've never heard an australian cinema do that since maybe yeah. like t- the only time I remember, like, I feel like Australian cinemas used to do it when maybe like 20 years ago. Like, I remember when Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones was at cinemas. And I can remember, mm-hmm. like, when Yoda was doing his live fight with Count Dooku. I remember audiences, like, going a bit wild for that. And, uh, you know, but yeah. I've never had that. Maybe Endgame people were like, <gasps> at that, you know, Avengers Assemble moment, people were a bit mm-hmm. making a bit of noise. I made a fucking gasp. I was like, fuck. I'm pretty sure I said, fuck yeah, out loud. I couldn't help, <laughs> could help myself. You gave me my favorite, you know, superhero of all time. I had the great, maybe the greatest moment of all time in comic mm-hmm. book history, like with yeah. Avengers Assemble, and he just got me on there. I was literally, oh, like, I had jizzed in my pants seven times by this point. So we yeah. get to this moment. And Andrew comes through and people are like, oh my God, oh my God. And then he pulls off his Andrew mm. Garfield. The whole audience cheered and clapped and applauded. I've never seen mm. it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, people went off. Andrew got a bigger reaction than Toby got. Maybe it's partly because yeah. everyone knew Toby's coming through or maybe it's just this generation of comic book fans, this age, they grew up mm. with Andrew more than Toby. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think I think Andrew's reveal was better than Toby's in Agreed. the film. I think Agreed. it was a way better reveal. Like yeah. so much more weight to it. Like the the like the mystery of like, wait, is it one of the other Spider Men or like you can't Because once Andrew's there, tell. you know Toby's there. You know Toby's Yeah, you coming. know he's coming. And also the way Toby comes through is like I mean, I have some things to say about this scene. I don't love it. Okay. Um, okay. But I, I, I it's I think in a way, it works because it's Spider-Man and Spider-Man is that 
you know neighborhood hero and i think doing it on the scale of like an end game would have been a bit too dramatic although i would have loved it um no, but i dramatic. think i like this way the, to me the fact I that they just way. they show up in ned's grandmother's apartment and like they're just having a bit of a laugh it's it, to me it works in a way because it is very spider-man it's almost like those scenes you would get in like you know aunt may's house in the raimi films like where it's just these characters and they're together it's a bit more silly and it's a bit more mcu but i kind of think it works as spider-man almost like it's out of a comic or out of like one of the animated shows from the 90s or whatever like where it's just this it's it's not like them epically swing through a portal you know in the middle of a big fight or whatever and coming in to save the day it's like it's spider-man it's just a bunch of guys in a house and i think that does work although um I do think the way Toby entered was a bit weird because Andrews was like really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, but when Toby, he just kind of walks through and it's like, like, I, I don't, I just like, I I, you, it's just weird. It's I'll just tell you weird. why I liked it because they played and it's actually, I love that they did this. I was worried they were going to bring Toby and Andrew in and make them look young and they're taking them from their movies. I liked that they mm-hmm. took them from where they would be now. Yeah. yeah like yeah. Toby comes through and he's 40. He's a 40-year-old, mm-hmm. been Spider-Man for 20-plus years, and he probably isn't doing as much Spider-Maning as he was. So he's in his regular clothes, and he sort of walks around, he's calmer, he's at peace, like he's been through everything. He's the wise mm-hmm. one. He's the wise one. So I like that he came through very just like, oh, you know, hey, how's it going? I'm sure he's a dad, you know what I mean? Like, he's he's a father, all those sorts of like it felt very much like that weight of a yeah, character. Yeah. Um so I like that side of things. Whereas Andrews we know the last time we left him, he's gone through a lot of heartache and he's sort of a solo has no one character as well. We never got to see his payoff of how he recovered as a as Peter, as Peter Parker and mm-hmm. as Spider Man. Um so him coming through the way he did felt very to me it felt like the characters where they needed to be. Uh and yeah. I like that Toby comes through and he and he's the one that says he's like, look, I'm here because I I just have this sense that your your friend needs me, and then Andrew goes us and I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. like that's yeah. and this is what I love the way they did Toby straight away. I'm like, I'm adoring this way they're doing Toby because mm-hmm. he's old. He's an old creepy guy playing a young guy. No no no, he's just an old guy playing <laughs> an old guy. I'm like, yeah, fine, that's fine with me. This is so fine mm-hmm. with me. This is exactly how he should be played, and. He's like being the old wise one. He's being the mentor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if they bring Toby in, this is how they have to do it. Don't try to make him young and like you're taking him from like Spider-Man 2. I'm going to fucking piss me off. Like, mm-hmm. this was great. Yeah, um, the best way to do it, for sure. And he was just like, he didn't need... Toby's character didn't need to have payoff moments necessarily in the sense of like his story's over and let's mm-hmm. just use him as a great... Like see him in a stage we never got to see him at and use that as a great plot device for our current characters. Whereas Andrew's Peter Parker, Andrew's Spider-Man, we didn't finish his story. He has character moments closure, that yeah. need closure, and they gave it to us. Mm-hmm. Like So they, I felt like they nailed both in the right ways, where they didn't overdo yeah, Toby, yeah, yeah. they used him perfectly, and they paid off Andrew's and made him, like, really did him right, because they Sony did him wrong, mm-hmm. and Marvel Studios have really done him right here, and he'll be remembered fondly as Spider-Man now forever. I think all three mm-hmm. of them will, and I feel like this debate, who's the best Spider-Man's fucking null and void after this movie now as well, like, who gives a shit? Like, they're yeah, all exactly. awesome. They're all terrific, We love them yeah. all, you know, and they've all been together, 
Like, you can't take that away. You know, if they all like each other, you know what I mean? Fuck you. You can't hate mm-hmm. on them. Um, yeah. I so- think as well, something that I like about them coming together um, is that if you watch, like, say, like an old Spider-Man cartoon or whatever, um, like Spider-Man the Animated Series or whatever, yeah. um, they'll do episodes where they have a bunch of Spider-Man team up. And you don't know these other ones. You just know the one that's been in the show from the start. So you get to meet all these other Spider-Men. And, like, it's interesting and it's cool because it's like there's these weird different Spider-Men that, like, went down different paths and had different lives. Same thing of Into the Spider-Verse as well. Um, And, yeah, the same with, like, Into the Spider-Verse. But what I really like about this film is that I think it solidifies their differences being valid more. Because when you just watch them isolated, you find issues with them and you're like, you know, why isn't this one? Because you're you're seeing them as comic book adaptations. Whereas now, after this film, I think you can see them more as individual, these very different Spider-Men, but still at the core is Spider-Man. Because you look at, like, The Amazing Spider-Man and, like, as a comic adaptation, there's things they do well, but then there's things that are like, well, that's a bit weird, and, like, why is he skateboarding, and, like, there's stuff like that. But then when you look at it from the aspect of, like, well, it's just one of, like... Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, why is he just ridiculously attractive? But you, um... And pretty awesome. But when you look at it... Yeah, Uh, but when you look at it from, like, the uh, perspective of No Way Home and, like, these infinite multiverses, it's like, well, yeah, that is a possibility that you could have for a Spider-Man, but we just got to see more of it in his individual film, and I, I, I just really like that, and I think for me it, like it makes me sort of appreciate more the Amazing Spider-Man films, sort of not really be so hung up on the on the things that I didn't like. The same for, you know, issues I might have had with, you know, Raimi's films, not that I have many issues, and the issues that I also had with, like, the MCU stuff as well, you know? Yeah. There's certain issues that I might have had where I'm like, well, this is just one of, like, infinite possibilities for a Spider-Man, but it, yeah. at its core, they're all Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and I think this movie did did a lot of, lot of work to make that feel right, and I like that. And really, like, they're almost in the face of the fans going, shut the fuck up about who's better. They're all awesome. <laughs> like, shut up. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They're all amazing. It doesn't amazing. matter, yeah. And I yeah. loved, I just loved the way they did so many little things in this. Because um, you know, we're at the point now, you know, now that they're, they're in. Um, and it's something little, because I just, I honestly fucking loved MJ in this movie. I mm-hmm. So much better than anything they've done with her. I thought... I loved mm-hmm. the relationship dynamic. I loved how she was. I loved the chemistry. And in the scene where Andrew comes through, he says to Peter Parker, and she's so defensive of her Peter. Yeah. That she's like, crawl around. You know, that's not, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, just a little thing, Sean Brad. Yeah. I'm like, it is a bit MCU humor, but what I was seeing it as was I'm like, this is a very defensive person of her partner. And I'm like, I, mm-hmm. I dig the way they're doing that. Like, she's not a pushover character. She's like, she'll you know if there's anything we've learned from michelle you know in these in this trilogy um it's that she's a bit of a you know she's the loner and she's not a scared like damsel in distress character and Mm -hmm. they treat her like that in this movie where they made her a bit more of that you know she's the girlfriend character but she's still like i'm gonna defend peter i know he's a superhero but you're not fucking you know i don't i'm gonna help him I, and I just dug that about her character, and I love her in the in this scene particularly more than Ned. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Ned's just there, but that's all right. He is always just there. It's yeah. Ned. And Zendaya is also a phenomenal actress as well. Like just quietly, yeah, she's like very, she's also very good, a yeah. very good actress. And mm-hmm. in this next scene is one of my favorites of the way she delivered the line. It felt so real and raw. So like her and mm-hmm. Ned come up to Peter on the roof, 
and hug him and it's just this call like these are the only family he's got left this is all this is it this is mm. all he's got left in his life yeah. are these two people and just hearing mj the way she delivered the line of like oh there's peter there's people here and it's just yeah this, like, that very, line i knew you were gonna say that that line is really good the dude, way that she delivers it yeah she delivers that so cleanly and then and then yeah, he gets up all defensively because he's like who the fuck's here and you see that that look up to the roof of the building scene and you've got two mm-hmm. Spider-Men there and it's like, holy shit. Oh, and that moment Peter realizes, so oh good. my God, these are Spider-Men. These are me. Yeah. He's like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. Um, and, you know, Andrew going, because we, we have to refer to them as like the acting names because they're the same fucking Yeah, because they're names. the same character, yeah. Um, <laughs> so Andrew, you know, goes, I've got some idea of what you're going through and, Tom's like, don't you know? Don't try to tell me you 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 know you understand. He's like, okay, I won't. And Andrew's fucking acting in this scene, dude. Oh, he's getting it's emotional, so he's getting choked up. It's great as well because you, Peter's always said like it's a core thing of the character. They, they bring it up in Spider-Man PS4. Is that people always try to say to him like, I know what you're going through, and Peter's always like, they they don't know what I'm going through though. No one knows what I'm going through. And I think that moment between them is so good because it's like a callback to something they've not really brought up in these films, but yeah. that is a core part of Peter's character is that peter's saying like you don't know what i'm going through and that peter knows he's like that's exactly how i felt like no one knows what i'm going through yeah because you're different you're now you're now with two people that are the only two people that do know what you're going through because we're also yeah and also spider-man and Mm. the way like andrew sort of comes in first and like look i lost i lost gwen my mj and he the way he delivered that and you and you and Mm. again it felt like in some ways this is the best this is the amazing spider-man 3 like this is the payoff you're gonna get from if you're a fan of the amazing spider-man movies and you feel like man they didn't finish our spider-man our peter parker story this is them Mm -hmm. finishing it like they really like threw into you straight away how he's still feeling and him talking about i got rageful i stopped pulling my punches you're like okay Mm. now we're talking about now you're setting up a payoff to a character we haven't finished with yet. I love that. Give me more. Mm-hmm. So they nailed that scene with him, showing showing Andrew's character really developing there. And I love how he performed. I love how he acted. And then you got Toby, mm-hmm. who being the old wise Spider-Man that I just loved the way they did it. And him talking about, you know, what he went through. And he was like, you know, I'm sorry about May. Because they're like, we have yeah. a May too. We get it. Like, And I'm sure May's dead mm-hmm. in, in just yeah, because exactly. of old age. In, to- at, least in Toby, Toby, yeah. at least for Toby. So he's like, I'm sorry about May. Um, and and the, the thing you know, and the way Toby also performed really well in this movie was he didn't need to get emotional because of the stage of life he's at. To You knew mm-hmm. what he's been through. But he's got a calm piece to it. He's like, I've been through yeah. so much and I'm so much older now and gone through it that... I'm not going to sit here and like, like Andrew's still upset about Gwen. Fair play. It's mm-hmm. been a couple of years. You know what I mean? Like, but mm-hmm. with Toby, it's been so long. He's like, you know, look, I, I've lost, he's lost May. He's lost Ben. He's lost a lot, but he's, he's good with it. Like he's, he's, he's close. He's mm-hmm. got his closure and um, yeah. with everything yeah, he's I done. Like- I liked his performance in the way that everything he said, it looked like he was considering what he was saying yes, before dude. he said it. It felt yes, like dude. he was really yep. thinking about like what is he what is he trying to say and like trying to get that out. Like the way that he says, like when he talks about his past, he's like, I lost my uncle Ben. I tracked down the man that I thought did it, because um, I wanted revenge or whatever, and he's like, But it didn't make it better. And 
just the way that it's just there's so much sincerity to that i think yeah um and it just worked really well to sort of get this message across to tom holland um the actor um and but tom in the scene as well equally nailed his mm. performance of like how upset he is and his line where he goes i want to tear him apart i'm like oh dude like they they all had great lines in this moment of like relating to they've all lost someone and the whole like you know may said with great power and then toby's like comes great responsibility ben said Mm. it like michael ben said it and it's like wow they have that moment and toby goes maybe she didn't die for nothing yeah like they all sort of look at each other and they realize like you know that although they're different they're all they are all spider-man and i think that's sort of the moment that 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 makes it work and they're all like that's when they're all on the same page sort of thing And i think that's really nice and realizing that with great power comes great responsibility they've put even more weight to that line because they realize this isn't mm. just a line for me this is a something that's important to be said to peter parker in every universe this is a mm. line that's important to be said and like you said doesn't matter who says it for two of them it was ben for one of them it's aunt may both of them are like the most important parent figures in his mm-hmm. life and and it was one of them that delivered it to him and they all died when they delivered it so it's that mm-hmm. shared moment of like that's a turning point as a person that they had and now you've got now i want you to know that it wasn't for nothing because we went through it too and that was important to hear mm. um so it just added that and then they're like all right let's get to work then you know let's mm-hmm. let, let's do it and they all get in the lab and then you get that cool down moment where they're all together and you get the small scenes and it's like i'm so glad they did chose to do this they didn't rush mm-hmm. into this final battle they cooled us off and let us enjoy some character moments all in a room. It's like a Mass Effect yeah. game before the big battle where you get to sort of chat to all your squad. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like sort of pay off those character moments for everyone right before you go into that final battle. Like it just felt like that that cool down moment in a video game before a big battle. And I mm-hmm. love that they did it because you got so many moments with all the characters. What, what, were you, what were your standout lines from that sort of in the school lab um, moment? Um... I think one of my favorite parts was where you see Tom and MJ and they're like having a little moment together and she's like reassuring him and they're just sort of, Loved it. you know, just talking Loved to it. each other. It was just a really nice moment. And then it cuts to another shot and you see Andrew staring over at them. Like he's looking at them, you know, they're in love and he's thinking about Gwen, obviously. And that's when Toby's like, do you have anyone and they talk about you know their what's going on as as them and like andrew says like he doesn't just doesn't have time for peter parker stuff and toby's talking about like how him and mj sort of made it work even though it's complicated and that's really nice because you get to hear sort of that closure as well so like what happened after spider-man 3 like you know did did mj and, and and peter stay together or or did that end up you know falling apart but you get to you know find out that they made it work yeah and i just think that moment works and just the way that toby sort of like you know there's always there's always another chance you can always find someone and that's and what giving, i loved giving actually that hope he didn't just mentor he didn't just come to mentor tommy also was there as the older spider-man for mm. andrew as well which was really nice yeah 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 that was really good um and that's why yeah the, i just thought toby nailed it they nailed him in this movie mm-hmm. i've never liked him as spider i've just never liked him <laughs> and i just i adore him in this i just like this is exactly how i always wanted him to be played um and i just yeah i really enjoyed enjoyed that um and like you said i think the key to his performance was it felt like every line he had he was thinking about what he was going to say before he said it which is like mm-hmm. not what a young Peter Parker does. The opposite. All Peter Parker does is just say what comes to his fucking head. 
you know, yeah. even when he's in a suit, like that's such an inherent Peter Parker, Spider-Man quality. And what I love about Toby is like, he's, well, what would it be like when he's 40 and lost, gone through everything? It's like, well, I actually think about what I say before I say it now. That's mm-hmm. an important lesson in life for everyone to learn. And you yeah. see that. So it's, it was and cool to see like- different stages of Peter Parker's life. Yeah, yeah. And I also like as well that this version of like an older Peter Parker, because like, you get a sort of similar thing in Into the Spider-Verse where you got an older Peter Parker and he's sort of disillusioned with being Spider-Man. I like that Toby's Peter isn't that. I like that he's still yes. at his core as Spider-Man and believes in all the ideals and still, ha- still is sort of that beacon of hope as well. If anything, he's um, better than he ever was in, mm, the, in that way. Like yeah. he felt like even more hopeful, even more like we're here to do the right thing. We're here to kill them. That's what yeah. we do. We're yeah, not going to yeah, kill yeah, anyone. Yeah 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 and that was really terrific yeah yeah agreed Mm -hmm. in that moment i really loved like i agree with you that that moment between um um, toby and and andrew was fantastic i loved the web scene like of like Mm -hmm. finding out that toby shoots webs out of his body and shit Yeah, yeah 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 i loved andrew's performance there just the way he like did the joke where he was just like how does that even like as he's leaning in to be like like he's really curious as to yeah. how toby just like makes web in his body i think that yeah. was really cool yeah um it's yeah. a good moment yeah and the it that was very mcu and i, I don't mean that's inside i actually really enjoyed it like the so do you have a best friend too he's like yeah my best oh, friend oh I ha- no I hated that <laughs> did you I hate fucking that? hated that no I like yeah, it yeah because they like play it. it off as a joke because like I like that the, it's not from Toby's point of view I mean what he says also isn't true like he says you know I did have a best friend uh, he died in my arms after he tried to kill me he actually died in his arms after he saved him yeah. from Venom but you know it's whatever I guess yeah. but it was just a bit weird because like it kind of made light of Harry's sacrifice and that was a really big moment in you know an otherwise a not very movie. good film yep, but those character moments are still so strong and I, I, I love like that is a big moment for Harry and for his relationship with, with Peter and like you know that movie closes pretty much just you know with with Harry dying in Peter's arms. Like, that was a big moment, but they just kind of make it a meme, and it was just I, a bit I, I, weird. I see, I'll tell you why I liked... If there was just that, I get what you're saying, but the way they paid it off two minutes later was, I thought, really funny. Like, and it made... And it was an Andrew moment for me, where, you know, Ned comes up to Tom, and he goes, I'll, I promise you, like, when he's like, wait, you can do magic? Yeah, I do magic now. Um, he's like, I promise I won't turn into a supervillain and try to kill you. And then he's like, okay. And then it like sort of focuses back into Toby and Andrew. And Andrew does the like pat on the shoulder and the nod. Like I really, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that was like, fuck, that's funny. Like that was just a cool I, see, moment. That moment works, but I think you could have done that still and had it been funny without having Ned yeah, also okay. look like a bewildered, you know, fucking deer yeah. in headlights yeah. in that yeah. moment. Like when when toby's saying it like have that be an emotional moment for toby then have that funny scene with ned and i think it would have not dampened the other scene but still would have been funny yeah um it's a nitpick really more than anything but i love those films so it does make me feel a bit weird that they decided to turn it into a joke so you know that's just one one of the things other than that you know there's not many issues i have with their like portrayal of these characters and like i think toby for the most part as well they don't he doesn't lean into mcu humor and neither really does andrew it's it's difficult to explain the way they wrote these characters is that toby Maguire's spider-man was never really a very funny character no and never. he's not he's not very there's a funny compilation on either. youtube of spider-man saying funny lines like as spider-man and toby has one line and it's not even funny like, in the whole <laughs> compilation i'm like that's not funny and i'm like but yeah. that's you know that's um 
Toby's portrayal. Yeah, that's and, that's his Spider Man, and, and, and I think they they that. yeah they do that well in this. Like he's not just suddenly making jokes and being an MCU character. Like he feels like the same character, but in the MCU. So funny things happen around him, but he's not inherently like making jokes and i think that works really nicely i just think it yeah. was really really good and obviously andrew like works perfectly here because his spider-man was always really funny so like and he's a theater and he's a theater actor andrew so like he's very mm-hmm. bon- the way he moves his body and the way yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he's very dramatic and um i thought they yeah they did all that really well i thought they did all mm-hmm. that really really well um yeah, and even yeah. just a line of like so you're gonna go into battle just as a cool youth pastor or yeah like, i was like yeah this is fucking i'm just i was just having a great yeah. time watching these three together on screen mm-hmm. and i just felt they like they really were good together, like you yeah. said they were nailing the portrayals of all the characters all at once making not trying to make them all mcu ones they're like no this is andrew's spider-man still this is toby spider-man still this is tom spider-man still like the way they're mm-hmm. portrayed and they bring them all in there and now the Statue of Liberty that's getting the Captain America shield um, put oh, yeah, onto yeah. it um, um, with all the scaffolding and then you still get even more cool character moments of like um, they're all in the suits and just like oh my mm-hmm. back like the back moment oh, yeah, like yeah. That funny mm. scene, Andrew went, oh, I always wanted brothers. This is so cool. And you're like, oh, oh I that love was that. so nice. I love that for Andrew. I just love yeah. that for him. I loved it because like him obviously feeling so alone in his own universe. Yeah, and, like, I know. Yeah. Feeling like how he must have felt as a character and like then getting to meet two other versions of himself, like giving him that like confidence that I guess he needed was really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Um and just him getting him and Toby getting some moments together where it's not even really Tom there. I was like, that's pretty, that's pretty mm. cool to see those two together. And then, you know, Tom going, uh, what are the best villains you guys have fought? I like, I oh, love that. Yeah, of course, yeah. what a great conversation for three Spider-Men to have. They're like, yeah. what, are, what are some of the best villains you've fought? And the, you know, mm-hmm. and Toby's reaction of like, I'm just still stuck on the whole, you went to space thing. Like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, he's like, I'm pretty lame. Yeah. I've, I've fought a, a Russian guy in a rhinoceros suit. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah. wait, what's the whole I'm lame thing? And mm. I love the I like leaning that. into Andrew Spider-Man getting so much internet hate out of all, like the least mm. amount of credit of all the Spider-Man and them leaning into it. It's like, no, you're amazing. You, I want you to hear you say, you are amazing. And having Toby yeah. say it, I was like, this is such an in your yeah, face to so it's many perfect. fans that are Toby fans that are like, fuck Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. And you got Toby sitting there like, you are amazing. <laughs> I was like, I yeah. love this. I fucking love it. He's like, no, no, no. It was I need, perfect. I needed to hear that. Like in even the moment, and maybe my favorite bit of the whole performance of Andrews was when they're like, okay, Peter one, Peter two, and then they go to point to him, and he's like, Peter three. You know, like <laughs> he's like, yeah, I get it. I'm the one. I'm everyone's least favorite. Like, yeah, I just loved how yeah. endearing they made Andrews' character in this. Like it was yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. It was um, so good. Uh, uh yeah, just. Every dynamic with them was fucking amazing. It was terrific. And I love as well that whole... So they're doing the final battle scene and they have like their little back and forth beforehand and then they go into the fight and you get to see them like trying to take out these guys and they sort of regroup and realize like they're not fucking getting anywhere. And I love that moment because you have... You know, they're, they're all realizing, oh, we've never worked in a team before. And that's when Tom Holland's Peter steps up and he's like, well, I have worked in a team before. 
and he gets to take the lead and he gets to lead those two into the fight and like you know there's the moment where he's like oh i was in the avengers and toby's like that's great what is that that's a really you know funny moment no, i thought that was and a funny get... moment I was like wait is that a band are you in a band like, yeah, yeah, like... yeah 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 <laughs> it's what i love a about good, good Tom... little moment there and it's just again way they nail those characters is of course tom's bragging about being in the avengers because that's a very tom holland spider-man mm-hmm. thing to do you've got toby's character that's sort of like look good for you but let's fucking focus on what's happening right now and then yeah. you got andrew that's just sort of so excited about having friends like that he's yeah. like he's like everything like toby does he's like man you're so cool everything tom's doing he just wants to be like oh that's so cool he's like their biggest fan he's like well, yeah, you're yeah. a band like, <laughs> like yeah this it's is really great. yeah it's really cool and i like that but then getting to see you know tom step up take the lead in, at, at that point and be like, I'm the one that's worked in a team, so I'm going to coordinate us, was like that big moment for his Spider-Man as well, to be yeah, like front and center main character. And then you see them run off the edge of that thing and they jump and they're swinging together and like they're all coordinated. And there's a fucking cool moment where Tom jumps through the air and uh, Andrew and Toby both like web him and Tom yes. like pulls them round. It was yeah. so fucking cool. I didn't notice that till the second time I watched it, but yeah. it was so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you see them all land on the Statue of Liberty and it's like, oh, just fucking brilliant. This is the moment we're all waiting for. This is like, you, I did not think it would... The Avengers Endgame moment of like Avengers Assemble, I'm like, there'll not be another moment like this for 10, 15 years before mm-hmm. you have something that pays off that well. And though I don't think this was that level, this was fucking close. And I can't believe it only took two yeah, and a half yeah. years to get something of that level in the MCU that felt like it was that long of a payoff. Like Because, like, well, there's nothing that could be done that's 20 years of payoff, like that mm. Marvel did with Endgame. But I'm like, no, there is. It's You bring all the Spider-Man back. That's 20 years. That's 20 yeah. years of payoff of three generations of Spider-Man, their villains, their, their Spider-Man, their characters, all together, and make it work. Like, the fact mm. they made this work is... Kevin Feige's a fucking genius. Every time yeah. you think, surely they're going to fuck it up now, there's too much going on. He, like, dude, he's a god. He's a god. Like, how the fuck did he nail this? Mm-hmm. How did he nail this movie? Something should have gone wrong. There was too much going on in this movie. That's why my fear was, like, they've got to fuck this up. There's no way they can nail it. How did they do this? How did they get these yeah. three Spider-Men perfectly done in characters, perfectly written, perfectly performed, and have those moments where they're all together, they're fighting all these villains off, um, and working together as a team, and, you know, they take them all down. Doc Ock, it's a good guy, comes in. You love to see it. And then, Mm -hmm. finally, Green Goblin shows up and fucks everything up. Um, Yeah, yeah. It was just, the whole battle was fun. It was great to see them all working together. It was cool to see... uh, all moments for all of them with, you know, uh, Toby and his in the the Raimi suit swinging around. Oh, it looks so good. It looks great. It did look great. Um, and and Andrew, you know, being it felt like you're watching an amazing Spider-Man movie. It's like when he's talking to Electro, he's like, oh, hey, missed, mm. you, missed you, buddy. Like, it's just Oh, like, yeah. And it's it, like just, it feels like they're straight out of those films. Like, yeah. nothing feels wrong or off. Like, yes. it's just done in such a good way. And I love that they each get a moment with their like respective villains where you've got like you know um uh toby curing like sandman and like the music as well um where it plays from each of their films as well at the like that's another thing throughout this film the soundtrack has been perfect there is like no like it's it's one of the best mcu films for soundtrack in my opinion like the way that at the right points they mix in mcu themes and like tracks with with stuff from the raimi movies or the amazing spider-man films like at appropriate moments like there's a moment where 
when they, I think it's when they bring uh, Norman into the uh, the the sanctum. You've got it's like the Doctor Strange music like mixed with the Raim some one of the tracks from the Raimi films, and like it's just it's so nice. It sounds great, and there's some great moments at the end of the film during the fight, like you know where Toby has his moment with Sandman, and you got that you know the Raimi theme playing, and like um, where you've got. Uh, Andrew talking to Electro, and you've got the Amazing Spider-Man theme playing um, in the background, which is really nice. And they have that little moment together, um, and the little like nod to like Miles Morales as well, where he's like, you know, I thought you'd be black or whatever. And it's like there's got to be a black Spider-Man out there somewhere. Yeah, um, it's yeah. like you know, a nice little 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 bit there. And um, oh, the, the one of my favorite moments was the the moment with uh, with Doc Ark where and, he and can't be like, and and Toby where he's like, you're all grown up, like how are you? And Toby's line is trying to do better which yeah. is his line from spider-man 2 that he said to 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 oh, right at the start of the film when he meets him for the first time um which is just a really nice little callback the music is brilliant oh such a moment definitely fucking brought tears from my eye it was mental and the way i feel like all three spider-men got a moment with their main villains because it's cr- mm-hmm. like you said earlier so to me toby's spider-man doc ock was way more personal to his characters peter parker and spider-man because one mm-hmm. massive villain Doc Ock versus Spider-Man, but also Octavius to Peter. Like, that was yeah, a big yeah, yeah. connection. So them having a payoff moment was amazing and, and it being a good version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Electro and, and Andrew. Uh, but the fact that when we talk about Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, that's actually mm-hmm. Tom's. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's exactly. fucking crazy. To that's me. huge. And they did it. They did all the legwork in this film. Like, yes. it's just kind of insane how they did it and they did it so well to a point where like you believe it at the end like you yeah. believe that their face that off is like holy shit this is a big deal face off there's so much personal anger but you mm-hmm. can't forget that moment of like you yeah you have that payoff with 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 uh toby and and have his little moments but you literally wrapped up andrew's story and mm-hmm. character by having him save mj oh. like like it's when so good. when Tom jumps off, all I'm thinking is, please somehow stop him and have it be Andrew. It's gotta be <laughs> yeah, Andrew. Yeah, it has yeah. to be Andrew. And then had to be. Toby gets knocked midair, and you're like, this is it. This is it. Andrew jumps off, grabs mm-hmm. her, and the the whole audience was cheering. Like what yeah. a fucking yeah. I just, there was gasps moment. in the audience. Like people knew, and it was so like just the way that like. He asks MJ, he's like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah. And then she's like, are you okay? And he just like, he's like fucking crying. Oh. Like, it's so good. Oh, Andrew's dude. performance was amazing. Oh, dude. They they gave him his... Sony fucked that guy so hard with his movies. Like, they just screwed him over. They cancelled his shit. Like, they did him so dirty. They did him mm. so dirty. And then it took like they 12 months and they cast Tom Holland and replaced him. Like, mm. he was just so thrown aside by Sony... And the fact they got to bring him in and wrap up his story mm. and give him that shine, perfect. Let him ride off in the sunset and let us all remember Andrew Spider-Man fondly with that. To me, yeah. that's how I feel. I don't need to see him come back ever again. Like you're I asking, wouldn't mind, you know, it's not, that I would, it's not that I wouldn't mind it because I'd love to see him, but I'm like, you might ruin it. Don't ruin it. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm worried because it's, it's not going to be Marvel Studios. It's exactly. going to be Kevin Sony Feige behind this. Kevin Feige won't be involved. Don't do it. Yeah. Leave him alone. If, 
yeah, I think if you could, if there was no doubt in my mind that it would be it would be a solid, really good film, then I'd say go for it, do an amazing Spider-Man three. But I am, yeah, like you say, I'm concerned that it's going to be Sony behind it, and I don't like those Sony films. There's a lot of people that do, you know, a lot of people really like Venom and they're hyped for Morbius somehow. But um, oh my god, Morbius so looks I'm like sure. the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah, like, it's, I, do you know what I love about the fucking trailer is there's enough expositionary dialogue in the whole film that they could make a trailer just out of Morbius quotes from the film that explain the film like it's gonna be so shit it's gonna be so bad i know but um it's awful yeah yeah and and venom's awful and i don't want it venom is yep and the fact that they yep. confirmed in this movie with the post scene that that venom's not oh. a part of the mcu universe i'm like thank, thank, god. God. thank god they got rid of him they nailed it even more like i'm like somehow yeah. they perfected this movie by also letting you know by the way this venom is not in this universe and I'm like, i like to think yeah. um i like to think that at the end of venom 2 amy pascal stuck it snuck in that scene where venom goes into the mcu and then kevin feige in this movie just snuck in a scene where he goes out of the mcu again it's just like yeah. them back and forth yeah secretly yeah i love that i was just like that's so great um so fucking great i yeah i just adored the way they paid off andrew i was like mm-hmm. i that's i also cried at that moment that was the moment i got emotional because i liked yeah, i liked me. andrew and as i said at the start of this podcast i liked andrew as spider-man and i mm-hmm. enjoyed the first amazing spider-man enough that it was solid and i am a big emma stone fan so I, I liked the the Gwen character in that dynamic and the amazing. Oh, their too. relationship was always so compelling in both yeah. those films. Yeah, like, so they had really really good chemistry. That was the best part of the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Was the only really good part of this, but Amazing Spider-Man Two mm-hmm. was um, Andrew and and Emma Stone's you know chemistry, mm-hmm. Peter and Gwen together. Like that relationship yeah, yeah. was really strong. Um, and obviously they were together in real life, so that chemistry sort of crosses over. That's why it was just mm-hmm. so strong and so believable. So that loss, I'm like, I believe that. And, and Andrew's such a great actor. Like, the way he played off that loss at the end of the movie, you're just, like, far out. Like, you want to see mm-hmm. him recover. And that's that moment, the redemption moment. Of, like, you saved Tom's MJ. You stopped that from happening to, to another Peter Parker. You did that. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's... What a moment. What a special fucking moment for him. So I'm really just glad they did that for him. Paid off his character, tied in a bow. And that then leads us to Tom's final battle with green goblin um mm. on captain america's shield <laughs> like yeah. ha- having that fun like and the way they just did a few shots it felt like i'm like this is like the end to a it felt like the tr- end of a trilogy final face-off the way they mm. shot it and they where they had shots of like um peter just like all bloodied and just like i want to tear this guy apart i'm gonna kill this guy like mm. like there's nothing left they're just everything in the tank throwing punches and then goes to pick up the um, oh my god it's so good uh the glider and you're like holy shit and then toby jumps in and he doesn't need to say anything is what i loved he's mm-hmm. getting the look and then he puts it down and then i'm like oh god i don't know what's about to happen and then toby gets stabbed and you're like fuck i did i was scared for a minute there yeah i was worried i was concerned yeah but uh thankfully he didn't die yeah. thankfully yeah we're all um, we're, we're all a bit concerned but then he throws in the line he's like oh, that's all right i've been stabbed before he's like oh good oh yeah, good like that's good yeah he has uh, been stabbed before um yeah. and then obviously um tom's peter you know actually end up curing goblin and he's like what have i done mm-hmm. and you have that moment but then you yeah. know the three spider-men are together for that final moment mm-hmm. um you know and and 
how did you, what were your feelings are they like they had the hug moment and oh we didn't even mention that yeah. andrew's like i love you guys thank you oh, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know every line mm-hmm. felt iconic every line felt memorable yeah, when those yeah. three were together really i'm like good. this is special <clears throat> every line was like this is important yeah yeah i really like as well in that moment where uh, tom's gonna go kill um green goblin with the glider and toby jumps in to stop it is like a nice moment because obviously the way that the green goblin died in his world was being killed by his glider and like he jumped out the way he feels somewhat responsible like harry blamed him and all of that stuff yeah so like seeing him jump in to stop the glider from killing norman osborne yeah. was sort of like this poignant moment for him yeah as well um in retrospect so that's really nice as well and can't um, forget goblin also nail putting the nail in the coffin of like why it's not good to have someone you love know that you're spider-man it's he just kept saying mm, he's like i yeah, might have like struck the blow fault. but it was your fault that she died she yeah. was there because of you you brought her mm. into it um you know and all that yeah. and it's like there was just that green goblin really cementing pushing peter over the edge as a character like they used him so well as a villain for tom's peter mm-hmm. that and now really to did. me when i think of green goblin and willem dafoe i'm like that's tom's Pe- that's tom's peter's main villain and he's yeah. the one that changed his character forever um mm-hmm. and you, as a device like as a plot device wasn't just a villain that was cool in the movie it also changed and gave the character huge development the biggest development he's had in six films yeah exactly and i think that's a huge thing about spider-man stories as well is that the best stories and this is why homecoming is really strong is they always come from when peter and spider-man's lives sort of intersect and like you get those the characters that peter knows in real life you know against you know the characters that that spider-man has to face and like that that coming to to a head um and that's why homecoming works so well with the vulture and everything um and that works really well here because with green goblin knowing that peter parker is spider-man and then that causing him to lose aunt may like you got this this inner conflict there of you know spider-man peter parker and, and and that whole thing and i think that works really nicely and the fact again that they did like this whole dynamic in one film um with so much else going on and it works so well is just incredible yeah yeah no 100 percent, 100 percent. it's just i can't believe this film exists it's so absurd how good like it, i i couldn't believe how good it was that's what i kept saying when i was like people like what do you think i'm like i just can't believe how good the movie was i can't yeah. believe they did that mm-hmm. i never in my wildest dreams i'm like if they nail this they somehow exceeded my imagination like i really hope they just nailed this i really hope they nailed this this was yeah, better than yeah. that this was better than i could have ever imagined it being because yeah. they didn't just nail tom's peter and like where he's going next they didn't just nail using all these past Spider-Man and all these other multiverse things and they didn't overdo it. They also nailed the villain and how that affected Peter. Mm. And, you know, him making a sacrifice where he's, the world's about to have this massive collision with the multiverse. Doctor Strange is back in, in the picture. He's trying to stop and he goes, what if they forget who I am? What if everyone forgets Peter Parker? Mm. And, and I love that moment. I actually love that Doctor Strange moment where he's like, and it's subtle, and people might have not might not have picked up on it. But but Doctor Strange goes, he says, everyone that loves you and knows you, we won't know you. And he says, mm. we, as in, yeah, I'm someone yeah, yeah. that loves you. You know, and yeah. I'm like, that's I love nice. that. I love that because he because he's like stumbles between it as well. Because yeah. he says like, you know, 
you know everyone that knows and loves you and then like he stops and he's like we won't remember you or whatever yeah he's like he's like saying you know yeah that yeah. i love you and i care about you it's a yeah. really really good moment yeah it's like you know we've literally saved the universe together you mm. know the, the, those char- those two had been through a lot you know from infinity war and endgame um yeah. and any and, and i think strange also respected tony a lot and how much tony mm. loved the kid so i think mm. there was a bit of that like there's a lot of connections between you know peter as an avenger and what he's done and 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 what he's gone through at such a young age able to do that i think there's everyone has a lot of love and respect for him in 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 the avengers um Mm -hmm. so you know and you saw that early in the movie like how much he was sympathizing for peter's situation why he wanted to help him in the first place and how he was moved Mm -hmm. by like this kid doesn't want to do this for himself he's trying to do it for his loved ones like yeah i'll help you i'll do what i can um Mm -hmm. but then he's like okay you know it's nice knowing you um spider-man um He's like, yeah, call me Steven and all that sort of stuff. Um, mm. And he's like, better go say goodbye. And, you know, says goodbye to Andrew and Toby and they all hug. And it's like, oh. Yeah, it's how, just a great little moment. You know, how good. we uh, That was an earned hug. That wasn't a forced, these guys, like, these Peters are all bonded. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a, that was a earned moment. They've just been through the ringer together to do Peter mm-hmm. Parker, Spider-Man, cool shit together. Um and it just felt right. It just felt like this is a special moment that can't be redone. Can't be done better. Can't be redone. Yeah. It's um, perfect. You know, uh, and then the goodbye with MJ, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, that. my oh, God, you know, dude. That moment hit me more the second time purely because I knew what would happen after it. Yeah, as well. dude. Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. Have, hearing the words Agreed. they say to each other where, like, they're saying goodbye and, like, and she's he says, like, like, I'm going to find that. you. I'll explain it. Yeah. And yeah. she's just she's like, what if I happen. don't remember? Like, what? Like, I'll just figure it out again. I've done it before. Um, and that moment where she's like, I love you. And he's about to say it back. And she's like, no, wait until you see me again. Oh, dude, that, that, hit, that hit me the second really time cry. so that, much. Because I'm cry. like, that was my third cry. Was May, he's not going a- to. Andrew saving MJ. And then it was this. I was just in tears. I was yeah. just a mess. Yeah. Was it was there. so good. It was so good. And their performances were just brilliant. It, it, it was just such, like, there was, it was, I was, the first time I watched it, I was just sort of stunned because I was like, how is this happening? Like, how is the, it's so serious. It's got so much emotional weight. Like, there's got to be a dumb joke in a minute. Like, Ned's got to say something stupid in a minute. Yeah. But it, it, it never happened. Well, Ned's in They just tears let it too. play out. You and it's like, oh my God. Like, yeah. they're real characters that are, like, allowed to feel real things. Like, that's what Spider-Man should be about. Yeah. Like, Spider-Man's fun and it's whimsical and crazy but like these emotional moments are what make spider-man so compelling to me as like a character in these stories and like comics and tv shows and the the other films and stuff and like getting to yeah. see that for tom holland spider-man was just so so much like such a special moment um and it worked really well and like seeing that he was finally these consequences were going to hit him um that you know he he caused this um and he's got to live with these consequences now um despite being the hero and he ended up saving everybody and everything um and it just it works really nicely yeah yeah 100 percent. like it was such a raw emotional moment the way it was shot the music Mm -hmm. and the fact that like in far from home the mj peter first kiss was so shit like it's such a like a like a weird peck like awkward teenage thing they were trying to do i'm like i guess so yeah it's supposed to be funny wasn't it yeah and but this was like that i love you relationship kiss moment had mm. weight it, it was just they nailed it and i was emotional for them both like and 
MJ sitting there like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to not... This is not... I don't want this. I don't want this. Like, this is like... Mm. Not remember... this. Yeah, it's not an option. And it's just like, holy mm. shit, there's so much weight to this moment. And then he just sw- swings off and you're like, oh my God, the spell gets cast. And, and then cut to... Um, J. Jonah Jameson describing like what Spider-Man's done at the Statue of Liberty and he's a menace and if he was a real hero why is he hiding behind a mask and then you're like well the spell mm. worked no one knows yeah. who Spider-Man is no one knows who Peter Parker no one knows who Peter Parker is um, and then mm. it's snowing and this is the moment I'm like you go back mate you go back and you watch Civil War Tom Holland Peter Parker he's a kid mm-hmm. this was the first moment he's wearing this jacket the attire he's wearing he's walking down I'm like he's a man now Mm. He's a legit man now. Six films, yeah, yeah. three solo he's movies. Up. He's grown up. He walked into that to the diner or whatever it is, and I'm just like, yeah. this is our boy is now a man, and he's on his own. He can do it himself. I mm-hmm. like. It just felt like this is a. Di- it just felt like he walked into that diner. I'm like, this is a completely different Peter Parker than what was at the start of this movie, let alone when you mm-hmm. go back to Civil War when they, he was introduced. He's a... Com- yeah. This is what we were waiting for. The huge character development, the huge character growth. They've nailed it. He's yeah, here. For sure. It's the moment. Um, how do you feel about that scene when he goes in and sees MJ and he's got sort of his script going? Like, what? Like man, fuck. I did not expect it to go the way that it did the first time I saw it. I did expect him to, like, I just didn't, I don't know why I just, I guess because this Spider-Man has never been what I expect of Spider-Man. So I guess I never expected it to go down that route of him deciding in the end to not say anything. But as soon as he saw, like, that she was hurt and, like, he realizes, like, that's because of me. If if she knows and she's with me, she's always going to be in danger. And him, like, giving her up so that she can go off to college and she can have that opportunity and not have to worry about being with him was just such like it was just such a spider-man moment just seeing that when he puts the he puts the uh the note back in his pocket and he just takes the coffee and he's just like he decides to just leave like you can see his eyes tearing up but like he knows he's doing you know what is the right thing do you know what else is just such a powerful moment uh, do you know what else Mm -hmm. comes into that moment is that there's no... What I love about it, and I'm only just thinking about this now, like you said, such an emotional way to moment of making that decision to let them go. But mm-hmm. there's no conflict in him to go, I should just give up being Spider-Man so I can be Peter and be with them, my friends. He's mm. like, I am Spider-Man. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? He's That's made so the decision. Yeah. And I don't think that is given enough credit in that scene. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Because you're like, yes, he's, that's a great Peter Parker thing to do that he's doing. But the only way he can make that decision is if he's totally fine with the fact that he's like, I cannot give up being Spider-Man. Because he could mm-hmm. have them. It, it's not an issue if he's not Spider-Man. But it's yeah, not even a thing. thought so, for him. It's not even a thought for him. He is like, prior I am to this film, Prior to this film, he's had moments where he has considered one way or the other. Like Far From Home, that was a major thing, was him like being like, well, if I just, like, give off my responsibilities and, like, you know, Mysterio can take the glasses and someone else can be the next Iron Man and someone else can do this and whatever. And a lot of this film was, like, you know, him saying, like, well, it's not my problem to deal with these people. Like, we need to send them home. It's someone else's responsibility. And then, like, him realising and getting that message from May and then again reinforced by Toby and Andrew, like, that he does have a responsibility. And, like, Toby and Andrew as well, like, Toby saying it's what we do. 
is like he realizes this is what he's supposed to be doing like he is spider-man at this point like previously it, like this is the first time he's really been spider-man like what spider-man truly I, stands for i can agree with that um and it's earned and it's a really powerful moment it's and you get to Dude, see it's that so when earned. He... it's the most it's the most earned it's mm-hmm. the most earned yeah the, it's brilliant ever seen. Yeah. i uh, yeah and even just like and and here's the thing and this is what like uh, we'll talk about because i want to talk to you about what do you think's coming next because that's where buzzing mm-hmm. about it um yeah, yeah, yeah but you know he leaves the diner he walks away he goes to his um he's got an apartment oh, he's by himself he's alone my god tell you and, what when he opened the door to that fucking grimy old apartment i was like this is this is it this is perfect and you got yeah. someone like saying like rent is due on the first of the month i was like this is it this is perfect like he's got I no backup he's got no technology no stark tech oh, no no one to back him up no mates it's so good he's just in an old fucking apartment with a police fucking radio yeah. on his phone yeah and with his own fucking suit that he's made yes like, the suit oh, yeah yeah it's perfect it is fucking perfect but it's so earned as well yeah and that's what's so special about it how did you feel about the new suit what are your how do you feel about it you love it oh i i really really like it yeah i mean we've not seen it clearly enough to like yes, for me agree. to know and i feel 100%. like they'll adjust it a bit in the next movie yeah like, i'm yeah. sure they'll the next have one like probably re- look, redos yeah, and shit a proper design for it but i really like it like it looks very classic spider-man um, I'm glad they didn't change his mask though, because that's his Spider-Man mask. If that makes yeah, sense. it's his face. It's what like he looks like, yeah. um, which is yeah, really nice. Um, so I like that that's still still similar um, and stuff. But I really like the design. I like the the brighter blue. I think that gives it a bit of character, gives it a bit of uh, uniqueness. So it's not like that dark blue like we always see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like it. I think it looks really really sick. Um, I really want to see it properly. But the more I see it, the more I love it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really and nice. having him in the new suit, you see the sewing machine and you even have mm-hmm. like, and he's putting things in. He's got the Palpatine from Ned's oh, uh, Death yeah, Star yeah, yeah. that he puts down there. And it's just like, wow, this, but it's a, like, it's a bit of like this weird feeling of like, you're so excited. Cause you're like, this is Spider-Man. This is Peter Parker. Like, this is what I want to see mm-hmm. this now. Like I want to see the next movie. Now I want to see the next story with Tom as Peter again. Mm-hmm. I want to see it. I can't wait to see it. Um, from where he's at at this point, this home base that he's at. But you, then you're a bit sad. You're like, he's like fucking alone. He doesn't have any family. Yeah. He doesn't have he any friends. He has nobody. He has nobody and he's on his own and he's still like, this is what I do. Mm. He's not sitting there thinking, oh, let's get a job. Let's do this, that or the other. Uh, I'm just like, let's get to Spider-Man work because that's who I am and that's what I do. And it's like, wow. And he's just mm-hmm. swinging around New York City in the snow, in the new suit. And I'm like, this is, wow. They've done, everything's earned. Like you said, everything is earned. Yeah. This is yeah. Spider-Man. This is our Spider-Man. We've got everyone that argues about who's better, Tom, Toby, Andrew. Doesn't matter anymore. We've seen them all together. You've, we've all got the payoffs for Toby. We've all got the payoffs for Andrew. It's Tom's time now. He is Spider-Man. He's everyone's Spider-Man. Let's keep, let's keep going with his movies. I could watch him mm-hmm. forever. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. excited to see they've talked about... I was worried going into the movie, like, maybe this movie sucks as well because Tom keeps talking about he's off contract now. He's not signed anymore. So this is his last one. We don't know if we're doing movies together. There's a lot of tears at the end of the movie. And I'm like, man, does this mm. suck that bad? Like, But then it's, <laughs> it's sort of come out that yeah. Kevin Feige's already like, oh, no, Spider-Man 4 is already in development. Yeah, and it's like cool the homecoming trilogy is over and that was what Kevin Feige talked about a few years ago he's like he wants to do nine movies he wants like three trilogies like high school mm-hmm. college adult and I'm like yes yeah. of course yeah and easy let, 
and let and then have your Miles movies. Yeah, you can pass it off to Miles. Have that third trilogy introduce Miles. Miles, exactly. I let Miles have his Spider Verse shine now during this college mm-hmm. trilogy. Don't introduce Miles into live action. I don't think until the third trilogy, until he's an adult, yeah. grown up. That's what I think. Yeah, I think save yeah. it for that'd them. be a great way of transitioning over and having Miles then be able to take the spotlight. Yeah, um, and take it in a new direction. Yeah, but it's yeah. exciting because um, I think it's inevitable to see the next Spider-Man be um, Miles after yeah, after Tom, sure. Tom Gotta be. walks away, um, which will, which I'm not I don't need to see happen anytime soon. I, I'm thoroughly enthralled with Tom Holland's Peter Parker and Spider-Man um, mm-hmm. for the next while. Like they've got me more invested in this character than I've ever been before. Uh, I I can't wait to see what's next. And what's even sadder is like th- there is the strong possibility that Zendaya. No, as in MJ and Ned won't be in the next movie. Think about MIT's in Boston. Mm-hmm. Peter has just rented an apartment in New York. He's not going to Boston. He's in New York. Yeah. That's where Spider-Man yeah. is. That's where he is. And his two friends are not there. They're not even in the same city. So, mm-hmm. what is it? I'm sure he's going to college, but he'll go in New York. You know? Yeah. Um, so, what does that mean? Like, does that really mean... Will we not see Ned and MJ again? And that sucks because I do love MJ... Like in my head I'm like the, how is he going to get them to remember him like I think the handshake will be an element to Ned's memory like I think muscle memory Ned will just know the handshake I type think thing. I think I think there's a point where I think they can bring them back and I think they might do down the line at some point yeah. have them come back again um, but for me the thing is the way that you got to do it is they've got to be the ones to come back rather than Peter seeking them out yes because that way it undoes you know his decision to leave them if he decides ah you know i can go back to him now like it's got to be like peter's at this job he's working and then she has a job there too like mj's like oh yeah i like they they meet they cross paths again for some reason and he's like wait what the fuck like yeah that'll be cool to be fair like they cross paths by fate and it's not a i agree it has to be that way it can't be him seeking him out he can't go to boston like i wouldn't even mind if like he goes to Boston, like, because he sort of wants to see how they are, but he's not actually... He's never intending to go and say hi to them or anything. He's just sort of like, mm-hmm. maybe watching... I don't know. Maybe that's too much, but, like, I'd find it hard to believe that he's not sort of checking up on them. But maybe that's too much. Maybe hard. just maybe on the old Instagram, maybe, you know? Maybe it hurts too much, so he just avoids it all together. Yeah, yeah. I now, think that's a very Peter Parker thing to do, to just leave it behind, to just move on. Yeah. Um, now, here's the thing. F- uh, goes to college next. Um, he's Spider Man. He's in New York. No one knows him. A couple questions for you. What's he doing for work? Do you think is he Daily Bugle taking photos of Spider Man? What's he doing? Oh, I hope so. You, is I that what you want? You want it to be that? Yeah. You want it to be the classic. Yeah, do it again. Okay. I love it. I guess so. It's so good. I, 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 I would. I don't care what he does like i don't need it to be that at all have him do that or deliver pizzas or both i'd love to see him like doing a bunch of different jobs and sucking out it like delivering pizzas and like doing all that shit like uh it would be that would be pretty funny um yeah i want to see him yeah trying to because i think moving forward he's got to learn because he's never had to juggle both lives really because he lived with may like he was never having to get a job and juggle being peter parker and juggle being spider-man so i think now that he's you know he's gonna have a big commitment 
going to college he's gonna have to pay his rent somehow and he's got to be spider-man so i i'm i'm interested to see the way he juggles those things in the next film and to see you know how does that affect him and then how does that tie in with potentially the symbiote being a you know an element of the next film well that's right that's Um, what you sort of know for the next with the post-credit scene yeah yeah the, the the symbiote will is now involved um in this world and how that affect you know him as a character is this a chance to bring in so Peter's at college he meets Harry Osborn through there and we know Oscorp's mm-hmm. not a company now but what if it's an up and coming thing now the weapons industry yeah. is empty now that Stark Industries is sort of Tony's gone they've been under press pressure in No Way Home this new sort of weapons company comes up that's what Oscorp is and Harry and he meets Harry at college yeah that's a that's a huge possibility I think there's a definitely and, that's a way and it has to be it. Timothy Chalamet it has to be it has to be that's Harry Osborn <laughs> I think it has to be I think it'll it work. He's such it'll a great actor. He's a phenomenal actor. He's great. He's, yeah, he's terrific. And, and he's a similar age. He looks young like Tom looks young. Um, mm-hmm. I think that would be a perfect dynamic. And Timothy's got such range as an actor. He could play a good guy, turn bad, both in between. And he starts dating mm-hmm. MJ. That would be fucking weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> like all those sorts of things. You know? Yeah, you could do you could do a lot. You could do a lot. What I would love to see them do in terms of symbiote stuff is I think one of the issues I've had with like Spider Man three, for example, um, is trying to do it all in one film. Trying yeah, to do, do it in the trilogy. black suited Spider Man and doing Venom in a single film. Don't do that. Have the first film be about, you know, Peter contending with what it what like having the black suit and having the symbiote and that change in his mood and his headspace and like trying to get back to you know himself and overcome that then when he loses the symbiote have the ending of the film like he could be fighting another villain or whatever then at the end of the film have it set up venom have the the symbiote when he finally gets rid of the symbiote have it set up venom and then it's like okay so the sequel is going to be focused on so now now who's got the symbiote whoever ends up with it becomes venom and then venom becomes you know this big villain in in the sequel and that's then something he has to contend with because when you try to do it all in one film it's just too much and you don't get enough time with any of it um, and we so, know we've got so many gotta... movies with this Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, there's no Spread need to rush anything. Bit. There's yeah. no need to rush yeah. it. Mm-hmm. We've got fucking nine of them, probably. You know, plus Avengers movies. Like that's not even like the way Tom Holland described it with Sony is like now. Well, he said in the press story, he's like, oh, now Sony have such a because people are like, oh, you know, we can't believe we're here. Like almost didn't happen. And Tom goes, yeah, well now Sony and and Marvel have this great relationship with all these movies, like this deal with all these movies. And I go. When I heard that, I was like, oh, that's a good sign because we only know of two movies they've got a deal for. And the way Tom described it is like they've got a great relationship with deals with lots of movies. And it's mm. like, oh shit, that's fantastic. And why yeah. wouldn't you? Far From Home is the first Spider-Man movie to make over a billion dollars. And then No Way Home made a billion dollars in 10 days. Like financially, it makes no sense to split them up. It would be mm-hmm. so fucking retarded. To like for Sony to go, nah, we want them for ourselves. Yeah, how, how no, it'd make it'd make it'd make no sense. I'm very interested to see how they deal with MCU Spider-Man colliding in the future, um, and how how big of a role he plays or what they decide. I to mean, do. I mean, I think, think he should. I think he should do. be in the Avengers as much as anyone else's. I think he should be in there with the next generation of Avengers with 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 Sam's cat, Bucky, Yelena, Kate. Like I think, I think. Yeah, Spider-Man I think if you're doing those those stories, like the Captain America type stories, I'm totally cool with that. I just don't really want to see him go to space again necessarily. Yeah, no, I agree. Unless I agree you with do you. I agree like with you. I mean, Secret Earth, Wars, about, but 
now I'm talking Earth stories. I'm talking Dark Avengers mm-hmm. versus New Avengers. Like we're talking, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like John Walker and a few other characters. And then you've got the New Avengers, which is like the Elena, um, Kate Bishop, and a bit mm-hmm. of a crossover because obviously Clint will be there too. Um, but you've got Sam, Bucky, um, and I mean maybe a few others. Like you could throw in a Wander in there, but maybe she's going to be involved in other shit. She won't be in that. Like you don't know because yeah. she'll be with Doctor Strange. They could. I be feel a- like she's way too powerful now. I feel yeah. like they've just upped it- her power level so much now. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, like if like- you were to have six now, when I because I remember when Endgame ended, we were like, "Who are the six Avengers going to be?" But now, but we split them into space and Earth. If you're looking at Earth's Avengers, you've got Yelena, Kate, Sam, mm-hmm. Bucky, Spider Man, and who else is? like a grounded earth character well clint you could put clint in there as like the og the only one standing is clint i mean you could do i feel like the avengers are going to take a much different form moving forward though i feel like the avengers of this new phase are going to be totally different from the avengers of i, the, I agree before i agree like sam's still the boss yeah we're just caps on the boss and that's i won't i won't yeah. have it any other way i won't accept anything else yeah. i'm just, interested to see them form a team though if that's the direction they're going to go in because at the minute everyone feels very spread out i'm interested to see if they do form another team of earth's mightiest heroes similar to what we had before rather than it just being like a bunch of spread out heroes that sometimes come together yeah i, guess, I liked I, that I, there was an actual team before yeah i guess the way i describe spidey involved in that throw him out of there but the other five are very closely knit because clint is mm-hmm. very close with sam and, and bucky like they were all on, on steve's side with everything the three of them yeah and then obviously yeah. kate and yelena are tied in with clint drastically um and i'm the, yep. such a big fan of of yelena and and kate just quietly i'm like i mm-hmm. it's spoilers for hawkeye but i adored that show i fucking loved hawkeye and yeah, I know I you don't like the Black yeah. Widow movie, but Yelena in it was so good. I'm such a big fan of Florence Pugh. I'm such a big. She fan was good of in. Yelena. She was good in Hawkeye. I liked her in Hawkeye. And they gave her a lot of good shine. Like they even did her in the snap and like all of that stuff. Mm. I really enjoyed. So the way they're tied in and Clint definitely like. Let's say something happens. Like I could easily see some sort of like big moment. But I, to be fair, I don't think it'll be the next Avengers movie. I think Captain America four. I think Clint, Kate, and Yelena will be in Captain America four personally. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they'll be That'd there because be I think something big will be happening. Something like Avengers level threat. Because the Captain America movies are big movies. Like, since Winter Soldier and Civil War, like, they're movies that are for big things to happen in the universe. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like it'll be like that level. Um, like a Dark Avengers type thing will pop up. And you've obviously got fucking um, Valerie, fucking Lady Hydra there um, setting that up. And you'll have Cap and Bucky and they'll need help. And they'll call in Clint and Clint will have Kate there and that'll lead into Yelena. Like, I just feel like that'll tentatively tie in Mm. a bit of a mini Avengers team where it's like, that's the beginning of the new Avengers. It's not an Avengers movie. It's just the sort of, we're teasing you, the next generation Avengers, this is what they're going to sort of look like. Um, Mm -hmm. And it'll be, you know, Sam leading him. Um, And Bucky, Bucky right by his side. And I think Clint will be all about it. Clint, Clint's, because that's who he is. And then it'll give Kate and Yelena time to shine because I'd love to see her a Kate and Yelena together. Like they were, had a great dynamic in the Hawkeye show. Uh, did, did you, you mm-hmm. liked Hawkeye yet? Yeah? yeah. 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 I liked okay. Hawkeye. Okay. That was good. good. Did you like Kate and Yelena? And they're sort yeah, of, like, I, yeah, I loved them. I, I thought Kate was fucking terrific. Yeah. I thought she was brilliant. I can't wait to see her again. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think I'm a big Yelena fan that I think I like Yelena more than Kate, but I liked Kate a lot. 
I like it, but I don't know enough about it yet. I feel like she's she can be funny and like she's cool, like she does cool shit. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I don't know her enough. Yeah. Um, I think I just like, the, like I, I want to see that. I'm a. I just love the actress as well. I think Florence Pugh's such an amazing actress. Yeah, yeah. Um, like because she's been in so many movies and she's like the range on her. She's like an Andrew Garfield type, where like she's a legit actor. Mm-hmm. She's not a singer like Haley Steinfeld's. Like she's great and everything. I love her as Kate, but. I don't know the many dimensions that Hayley Steinfeld has as an actress. I know that Florence mm-hmm. Pugh can do everything. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe make a good Black Widow movie with her. That might be nice. Yeah, um, do that. Make a good one. Yeah. Yep. Should have done that to begin with. Yeah, of course. Fucking idiots. Yeah, no, wait till they kill Kevin Yelena Feige and really then, dropped and the ball there. Make, and then make a Black Widow yeah. film. Yeah, 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 yeah. Make her die, kill her off, yep. then make a Black Widow film with her. Don't do it yet, though. Do it in 15 years, I agree. all right? I agree with you. I think that's yeah. the way to go. I think that's the only way to go. That's that. the best move, yeah. Uh, that we do know. We know that's the best move. That we do know. And also make it bad as well. Make it awful. Make it worse than yeah. the first one. Um, yeah. Is that possible? Some might ask. <laughs> yeah, some might ask. How do you do it? <laughs> Hey, Kevin Feige, guys, watch this. Um, <laughs> every so often, he likes to put a bad film out there. He knows what he's well, doing. Well, I think part everyone was like, plan. I can't believe you were so late to making a Black Widow movie. You're the worst, Kevin. And then he's like, oh, well, here you go. You asked for it. <laughs> and he's just like, here's the big middle finger to everyone that was fucking demanding it. And he's like, well, you asked for it. That's what you get. You get shit. Yeah. Don't ask yeah, me again for this good. shit. Don't ask me again. I don't want to make it. <laughs> um, I want to make Spider-Man Classic movies Kevin that are Feige. awesome. Um yeah, I mean, I I think their next appearance for those characters will be in Cap Four and Spider Man. Yeah, I think that, that makes sense. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, we know there's a team up movie that they're contracted for that Spider Man's in. We know that, mm-hmm. like that was confirmed yeah. when they signed the deal. They were gonna do a third movie and a and an unannounced movie. So, but mm-hmm. uh, but by the sounds of it, that we know they're also developing Spider Man Four. So, we've got time for a while. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, I think go slow with the symbiote. I don't think uh, you have to have MJB, his girl. I just uh, that's how I feel about it. Um, but let it, that also be a slow burn back. I don't necessarily think it needs, it needs to happen in this movie. But by the end of this next trilogy, that should all be sort of a thing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you can do that. Um, do you introduce a Gwen Stacy? That's that's another question for this to be like a New York girl. In the meantime, I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I mean, it's interesting because they've talked about Gwen now with Andrew, and like yeah, the purpose of Gwen point. always, yeah. every time she ever shows up, is her purpose is literally just to die. That's like the point of her character. Yeah. So unless you, unless you get Gwen Spider Spider Girl type thing, you could you could go down that route, yeah. or you could switch things on their head and be like Gwen doesn't die. Um, yeah. I don't know what you do with her though, because like her whole point is the like that she's a stepping stone to get so to Mary MJ, Jane and yeah. like yeah. So to have Jones, like MJ sorry. come back. Or uh, Michelle Jones, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know uh, what Mary I mean. Jane sucks. But it, uh, Michelle Jones. Okay, <laughs> we're not getting into this. <laughs> uh, but I guess, I guess, I don't know. I'm interested to see where they go and what they do. Um, I mean, they could. Yeah, I don't know. I actually don't know because there's so many like doors that are open now. And, like, the MCU has shown you can do, like, Spider-Man things but flip it on its head and do it differently or um, whatever. So I think they can really go anywhere with it. I'd like to see him introduce, like, Harry Osborn. I think that'd be cool. What's what's um, Peter's reaction, then, when he hears the name Osborn and Oscorp? See, and that's stuff? Like, a is big he thing. Like, I want to see, fuck? like... Because you can't then have... You can't have another Green Goblin. You can't do it. You can't have Norman Osborn become Green Goblin. That can't happen. 
I just think that will sort of ruin it. And my internet died for the first time in two hours. Fuck me. Right. What I was saying was, you can't, mm-hmm. like, what's Peter's reaction going to be when he hears Norman Osborn and Oscorp and yeah. stuff? Like, yeah. you can't have Green Goblin come back again. It can't happen. You can't have Norman be Green Goblin if you do introduce a Harry and a Norman. We've already yeah. done Green Goblin. I, don't, I, think, I think it could, it should be a point of conflict, though, for Peter, because, like, obviously Norman Osborn, you know, tore his life apart in a sense um and he should so be super wary of him type thing yeah so i want to see how he reacts to that but i would like them not to go down the peter was right and norman is bad again sort of thing but yeah. it could be interesting if you have like harry <laughs> you know take on the symbiote and become venom in this universe like there's yeah the, that's a way to go that's that, the way that to way go i like we had that timothy so, chalamet yeah. bro have him in oh. there but have them become like I think in that first movie, have them become like legit great friends. Like he doesn't have any friends, yeah, 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 and yeah. he becomes great friends with with Harry um, through this trilogy, and that sort of their friendship is this trilogy. I'd love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my fan cast. I don't think you can have anyone else. Like I literally think if they have Harry Osborne, there's one person, and that's it. It's fucking Timothy. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. Yeah. Who else would you have? Who else could you have? <laughs> James Franco again. Oh, dude, imagine that. Imagine having James, James Franco. Franco's little brother. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing. No, um, definitely not. It's it's Timothy or get fucked. That's that's my yeah. opinion. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's... Uh, Oh, dude, I'm, I can't wait for the next Spider-Man movie. I'm so excited I know. for the next Spider-Man it's, movie. It's... It's big. I'm. I, I'm just like, yeah. I'm, I'm blown gonna, away that they got everything so fucking right. I'm gonna say something ended crazy. It in a, right amazing place. I am as okay. excited for the next Spider-Man movie as I am for Captain America Four. That's Ooh. what I'm saying. That's how. That's no, the that's, level. That's of, big. That's the level of how much I fell in love with Spider-Man in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's not. Cap's my my hero. Cap's my dude. Sam's my dude now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not one of these people that's like fucking Chris Evans. Fuck, you know, the new actors. No, Sam's my dude. I fucking love Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Anthony Mackie. He's my cat. Let's go. I can't wait for Cap 4. Can't wait. Literally, mm-hmm. cannot wait. But equally cannot wait to see what happens with Tom's Tom's Peter Parker and Spider-Man. I'm buzzing. Yep. Buzzing. They're the two heroes mm-hmm. that I'm the most invested in going for in the MCU. Everyone else, like, I like. Like, obviously, very keen for the new Thor and Guardians. That's all well and good. I'm a big fan of like Hawkeye and those grander characters. I'm a more grander guy. The Earth stuff. So Spider-Man, Cap. That's where I'm at. They're my guys at the moment. For this next generation, Spider-Man, Cap. Mm-hmm. They're the two. They're the next Iron Man and Cap, I guess, right? Like Steve and, yeah. Steve and Tony, it's now Peter and Sam. That's, to me, this next generation's key focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least I... the Earth's mightiest heroes that are the Avengers that shouldn't involve yeah. any space people anymore. <clears throat> It should mm-hmm. not involve fucking Captain Marvel. It should not involve fucking Thor, with the greatest respect to Thor. Um, mm-hmm. Thor should be off doing his own thing. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Uh, until you get to one of those like big endgame type films, in which case I'm happy for him to Yeah, yeah, of again, course. But, but you're, I not feel like regularly. You'd need to earn that again. You need to earn that mm-hmm. another, an, another 10 years before you get another. Yeah, you game. can't just have him going straight back to space. It kind of makes it a bit, yeah, like. A bit funky, yeah 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 so it's uh yeah i mean i'm looking forward to you know what they did with spider-man i'm looking forward to cap 4 i'm a little bit wary about cap 4 because obviously it's not going to be the same guys 
Um, so it's going to be a bit weird. Like, is it? Are they going to get it wrong? Are they going to fuck it up? Well, it's, what do you mean well, by the same guys? Well, the guys well, who wrote Russo Falcon, doing it. yeah, but the Roosters never wrote them either. True, but and you Falcon, know. and the guys that wrote Falcon Winter Soldier are writing Cap Four. Oh, are they really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. The same team that wrote Falcon Winter Soldier, that lead writer, the showrunner, he's writing the script for um, Cap Four. Yeah, I guess. I guess for me, the worry is less the writing. I guess it is more the directing because I, I think the way that those Cap films looked was so. Important. I don't know. I, I love how they look and like the way the action's directed and stuff. And I don't think that was done great in Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think that was like one of the places it fell flat was some of the action. I mean, I only so... thought the action fell flat in the last episode. I thought the action was really good throughout the show, personally. Like when Bucky and Sam fought John Walker was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that was fine. I just don't, I don't think it holds that same... I don't know. There's something about like yeah. Winter Soldier and Civil War that are just so I'm uh, ho- I'm holding my breath personally that the Russo brothers will be making Cat 4 personally. Because the rumor mill is that the Russos are coming back to Marvel to direct again. Hmm. They're trying to sign them under a contract. Kevin's trying to get them back. And right now, uh, we know they're looking for it. They don't have a director for it yet. Well, I, I actually think Kevin wants them back for Cat 4 personally. Yeah, I mean, you would. You would want him back. So, so I think... It makes sense. If you're going to bring him back, be like, look, Cap 4 is going to be as big as Cap 2 and 3, like, scale-wise. I know you just made mm-hmm. the two biggest movies of all time in Infinity War and Endgame, but you also made Cap 2 and 3, and they were huge. They were huge movies. And Civil War made uh, $1.2 Like, that was a huge fucking movie, like, mm-hmm. financially as well. And it this one can be as big. Um, and we need, but you need the Russos to make it that big as well. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm wait until I hear who the director is. I'm not worried about it. But once we hear the director, then we can really be like, oh, now I'm worried or not worried type thing of like mm-hmm. how it's gonna be. Because for all we know, the Russo sign on. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm holding out this weird. I know it's it's unlikely. I'm not saying this is probably what will happen i'm just saying i'm holding out hope i have this small little hope that i'm like what if what if the russos come back and we're fine marvel's what if you might say no no we might not say we're not saying no that. you wouldn't no we wouldn't say that we wouldn't say oh, that. i would say it. yeah um but anyway spider-man well done no way home mm. i yeah well there's not much to say we've gone through everything i I loved it. I thought it was an absolutely amazing movie. It's top three MCU for me. That's where I put it. Mm-hmm. At third. But it's in that top three. It's in the elite. It's in the uh, the god tier category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's going to take me a bit before I can definitely say how much I love it. But I mean, for me at the minute, Spider-Man 2 is still on top. And I'm sort of toying with do I prefer No Way Home or do I prefer Into the Spider-Verse? They're sort of level pegging for me at the minute, but you know one will pull ahead yeah. at some point I'm oh sure. yeah i get yeah i get that i mean for me no way home it's not even cl- for me as a not a, i'm not a big spider-man guy mm-hmm. no way home is the best my favorite spider-man movie by a fucking country mile it's my favorite spider-man movie mm-hmm. like there's yeah there's nothing close homecoming's my second and it's not close <laughs> like it's so far away mm. it's so far away yeah yeah, yeah. and you know it's funny what civil war's my third favorite spider-man movie <laughs> <laughs> as well wow. um i mean it was a great depiction it was a great fucking depiction yeah it was good it was yeah. solid yeah 
But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's um, that's it for this Spider-Man No Way Home spoiler cast. I'm sure there's lots of discussion going on in the comments. Uh, you know, let us know your thoughts uh, on the movie, anything we broke down, your favourite scene. What was your favourite scene of the movie? And what was your what favourite scene? Let us know your favourite Spider-Man and, the, and no, rank the other two as no, well. No, and no, let no, us no, know no, in no, great detail no, why no, you feel no, that no, way, No, no, don't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> positive comments the comment section is what was your favourite scene from the movie and why what was that mm-hmm. moment that got you emotional that drove you over the edge what were your thoughts let us know in the comments down below thank you all for tuning in thank you all for watching this episode of the as mm-hmm. always spoiler cast podcast yeah. um, thank you and, and of course thank you to people over at patreon.com forward slash as always for making this show happen and if you want like we're listening to here and you want to hear more head over to patreon.com forward slash as always you can get exclusive access to over 125 episodes of the clubhouse podcast that's the best podcast on the internet trust me on that it's fucking tremendous go check mm-hmm. it out for just a dollar a month there's also other tiers for other bonuses, including getting on the credits of all their podcasts, including this show. So thank you to those people wow. that are on the credits. Thank you to Ollie the Superior Ollie, Avery Dobbs, Clark 53, Damien, Epic Alaric, or Sam's Chubby Dick, Ferentino, Flash Paradox, Franco, Disper Olsen, King Richard III, Ryan Hayford, Tristan Weaver, Viridian, Ballsack 47, Aragon, Kimasaba Gamer, Cream Pies, Lumistrad, Sicarius, aka Kieran, Adam, the Melissa, Bonnie Simp, Alfie Robert, Andy Kill, Big Dick 66999, Ben Davis, Ben Higgins is thankful for a stick brethren. Benedict Clubbers, BFHC, Biggest Fucking Virgin, Bodge, BQ Overlord, The Elder, Brian Ford, Christian0210, Connor DeRose, Billy Alley, CSV, Emil Katborg, Redito Hacker, Ethan Dean, Fishy, Furious Coco, Gene, Give Me a Penis, Kinko Swag, God Bless the Visionary, Zach Schneider, Gwen Hughes, Hookie, Jack, DG, 1998, Jaden B. Bennett, Joe the Scarab, Josh Duvillier, Josh J. Anderson, Joshua Mora. I don't know why it didn't go to page two, it just took me back to fucking page one. That was bizarre. Classic. Oh, that really fucked me. What's going on? Oh, no, it's done the same thing again. It's not going to the next page. Oh, it's no. literally just staying on page one. What's happening? I go to the next where page did, and see the exact same to? names. Joshua Mora. So Joshua I fi- Mora, I finished- page two. Or hold on, I can get to page two. Here we go. It's just Kassassin, Christian Rowe, Liam, Luca, Lucas, R05, Louis de Leon, Mario5380, Master Bass, Max H, Mary Theftmas, Muddy Unicorn, Nick Miller, Otaku World 7, our best and favorite mob brownie, Philip Stillwagon, Polio, Puthi, Got Me, Disabled, aka Zaccachino, Radok, Ravjai, Seth, Son of a Bitch, OG Doggo, Sparky Bark, Spectral Division, Sussy, Imposter, Amogus Moment, The Blue Cow, They Call Me the Greenie Bearer, but Assassin's Christmas is Long Gone, aka Connor, TJFL, Tony, Tristan Obergfell, Walshy, and Zeppo. Thank you all so much. We love you. You're great. Amazing. Amazing. Top gamers. Thank you all there for watching. Uh, and we'll see you all in. I mean, it might be 2022 already. Now, to be fair, um, we it's so close. Oh, right? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so, happy New Year! We'll see you soon. And, all and right. We'll see you in the, in the end of January, start of Feb for the relaunch of Fort Pillars Network and all the podcasts and all that cool shit. So, looking mm-hmm. forward to it. Thanks for joining us. Hope you all had a safe and great Christmas and holiday. Um, and we will see you all very soon. Thank you. And goodbye. Goodbye, everybody.